This episode and most episodes of A Beer With are recorded live in Diffuse Studios. Guys, I'm working on something really awesome with Dad's Beers Fridge. Um, You will have known them as our previous sponsors. Um, We're still working closely with these guys. Um, So you can just check all out all their gear at dadsbeerfridge.com.au. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to figure out what we're doing with these guys. Obviously, they sell clothing and shirts and stuff. So we're working on some merch, um, some A Beer With merch. Uh, we're going to have a competition soon to see who can come up with maybe some creative or fun ideas. So look out for that one probably coming later this week or, or probably next week, actually. Um, and we'll be looking for different designs and some fun sort of um, you know slogans or anything like that that you might want to put on the shirt. So um, make sure you check out that um, when it comes out. Make sure you enter so you can get some free stuff. And make sure you check out Dad's Beer Fridge. It's dadsbeerfridge.com.au. Go check them out. Uh, check out all their designs. I've got a heap of their shirts um, and I really love their stuff. So make sure you go check out Dad's Beer Fridge. So we had Rook and Kips on the weekend playing at A Beer With Presents. Um, that was a great night. Heaps of awesome drum and bass uh, throughout the whole night. The two girls sort of going back to back for a lot of it. Bit of bass line at the end as well. So um, thanks to the girls for coming in and playing that set. I can tell you now we're dropping this tomorrow. Um, the people who are playing this week, it is A Beer With Presents. Waster, Shinobi Uray, and Green Eggs and Sam. So uh, you will know that Waster and Shinobi Uray have both been on the podcast already, um, and Sam uh, or Green Eggs and Sam is going to be on there soon in the future too. So make sure you check out um, you know that one on the weekend. It's also my birthday that night, so make sure you tune in. I'll be getting super loose, uh, and you'll be able to watch. So for this one, guys, we've got Cut Loose on. Now, Cut Loose has been on before, but in this episode – he brought a bit of his cooking to the show, uh, so we look at different sources and how you can mix sources at home uh, to make sort of your own unique creations for, you know, to put on burgers, chips, uh, anything that you've got, sandwiches, whatever. Um, so let's run that music and get this episode underway. Hi guys, welcome back. This is another episode of A Beer With. I'm your host Jai, and today on the episode we have Cut Loose. Now Cut Loose has been on the show before. Uh, we talked about all his DJ stuff, um, sort of a lot of the music and how he came up with his cut and cook ideas. Uh, but in this episode, we sort of go a bit more into the cooking side of things. Um, the first half an hour or so, he brought in a heap of sauces for us. So we got real saucy, started mixing them up and um, put, putting them on things like Macca's Burgers and KFC. Uh, burgers and chips and all that kind of stuff so if you want to actually watch this one which i would recommend i'd go to youtube we've got two camera angles um and yeah i'd recommend going and watching this one but otherwise if you can only listen um i hope you enjoy this one uh listening into it unfortunately you couldn't taste it as is with all cooking shows but um we get into a lot more of uh, music stuff we talk about production and things like that later on as well so it's not all cooking um but i really love this one and it was great to uh you know get cut loose back in again probably we'll do another one with him uh, we've got so much more that we can talk about uh, and so much more information and stuff that he can offer as well so thanks to Cutloose for coming on the show again let's get this one going guys so as always sit back crack a beer if you have one and enjoy the episode this is a beer with Cutloose that's right. awesome it's, uh... wait 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 how does, how does the uh, podcast start again I don't know I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been too long since you guys. Uh, I think it started with it. that clink. Yeah, I usually yeah. do the clink. So, mm-hmm. 
Welcome back, man. Oh, mate, thank you so much for Good having to see me you. back. That's awesome. We're doing part two. Part two. Of a however many part series. Yeah. We'll just and see how far we can get before someone says, hang on a second, you've done more episodes than Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> so. How many Jaws, is that? Jaws movies? Seven, I think. Seven. Right. Yeah, I'm well, pretty sure another five seven. to go then. Not fact-checked, by the way. Yeah. No fact-checkers. <laughs> um, let's, let's point out the obvious. Yeah, so this is a bit of a, I suppose this is almost a crossover episode. It's almost a... Cut loose, cut and cook, and a beer with. Yeah. I'd say because we've we've got. Tell us what uh, what a the beer plan with. is today. <laughs> a beer with cut and cook. I love yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> well, dude, what I'm thinking is last time we talked about food and uh, my show where I cut and cook. Um, so I thought, how 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 could I bring this show into into the podcast and everything like that? So for all the listeners at home, I've got uh, I've got two cheeseburgers from Macca's. I've got two Zinger burgers from KFC. We've got some chips from both of them as well, and I have brought a plethora of sauces. Nice. Um, I've got pretty much the staples that you should have in your cupboard. Yeah. And I thought, why not bring them all in? I will, I'll show you like what you should have in your cupboard so you've always got to go to. And then you can mix these together to create some really, really cool combos cool. that excited. you can use it on burgers, your fries, on um, nachos, on uh, everything, right? Yeah. So, so I thought, <laughs> let's get into it before the food goes cold. Yeah, and then let's we do can like, chat about yeah, some yeah. other shit, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. So we've got, got the fries. Um, we've got the burgers. So what I thought I'd bring out is probably two of the two sauces that everyone's got in their cupboard, right? Yep. And that is ketchup. Ketchup or tomato sauce? I always go ketchup. It's got yeah. more um, herbs and spices, depth of flavor, yeah. real tomatoes. It's, you can't go past the Heinz. Yeah, yeah. The Heinz ketchup there for the cameras and mayonnaise. Now- Mayo, you can get your praise mayo, whatever mayo you like, the Hol the Holmans, Hillmans. Um, this is just plain old Coles mayonnaise, traditional, yep. right? Then you can step up from a couple of those, right? You can step up from normal mayonnaise oh, to some Kewpie. Beautiful. Kewpie uh, mayonnaise is an actual brand, but it's Japanese mayo. And um, there's a bunch of Japanese mayo brands out there, but this is Kewpie and it's just hands down one of the best mayos right so here's you've got your mayo and ketchup now put them together and you've got a burger sauce right yeah it's yeah. so simple then i brought um did i bring i did yes <laughs> he's like no i forgot it <laughs> uh mustard mustard yeah right? um what are your feelings on mustard? I like mustard. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. A mustard boy. Yep. Yep. I, I kind of like everything. Hey, like I'm pretty, I love my chili. I yeah. love mustard. I love sort of, there's not much I don't really like. So let's go nuts today. <laughs> I think French's mustard is yeah. the best. Yeah. Yep. I think it's just got the all round American flavor, no artificial colors or preservatives brought to you by French's. So they're, they're your kind of staples that most people have in their fridge. Yep. So from that, we can make. A real quick burger sauce, right? Let's do it. So um, I'll just move this up here. Yeah, what do we need to do? Do we need to move anything out? No, man. I'm just going to create some space here. And, and I'm going to show you real quick how to make a burger sauce. You almost need a bigger coffee table. <laughs> so um, equal parts. Oh, shit. This is so fresh. I haven't so even fresh. cracked it. Not even cracked. How good is this? <laughs> this is honestly um, one of the better... Uh, like mm. full uh, full COVID styles. All right, COVID so, styles. <laughs> just licking the fingers. <laughs> Don't have anything else to clean it with. So equal parts: ketchup, 
and mayo. We'll use traditional because that's what everybody has. And then, however much, however much you put in of the ketchup and the mayo, yep. you put in half that with okay. So it's a half with the um, half of the mustard, half of the mustard, half yeah. of as in half of what you put in of either of those. Yeah. yeah so the yeah. ratio is some. Um, uh, Gone to the mouth. Two, one, two is to two is to one. Uh, one is to two. Yeah. So um, of the yeah shit fuck that. Anyway, <laughs> I just I just eyeball it right. Yeah, yeah. Some fries on the floor. So then we just do a little swirly swirl. Yeah, just mix it up. Mix and it you up. You can mix it however you want. This is Shake basically you your um, Big Mac sauce. Yeah. And this is like the staple for burger sauces. You're getting that nice color. Look it even has that. the color, eh? Yeah, man. That's, that's the it. color. Now. You could take this like legendary status. From this, this is your basic, right? There's the fries again. <laughs> this is your basic. So you get out your cheeseburger. And we'll, we'll usually go at the top. Look at these cheeseburgers. And so we got we got these cheeseburgers specific, or well, you got them specifically with no sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. We asked for no sauce because we wanted to. Wanted to sauce it up. Do our own thing. Yeah. So this is the burger sauce. Don't worry this. if we make a mess. We can clean it up. We'll later. clean it up. We'll clean it up later. <laughs> and then that's your burger sauce, right? So yep. there you go, bro. I'll give have it, a little, give um, it, have a little, a little tasty. Go. Make sure you get the uh, the audio in as well. Oh, yeah, let's see if we can <laughs> Holy shit! Um, and I'm just gonna like dip in with some fries. And that mm. is your burger sauce. Way better. Chewing on the mic. <laughs> Way better than a normal cheeseburger. Because I mean, like a normal cheeseburger just has. Tomato and mustard, is that right? Does it have mustard on it or is it just tomato? Right. Just tomato, I think, a cheeseburger. Every burger put joint changes. Yeah, yeah. And it's different. Oh, but I'm, I mean like a Macca's one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because we've got to compare it to a Macca's burger. That's that's you know, exactly it. We can't be comparing it to something gourmet from a, you know. Fuck no. Like, those gourmet really places have taken it to bite. a whole new level. But that is simple as shit, right? Mm. So I'm going to I'm gonna source mine up. Um. Usually it's better yeah. done on the top, but these burgers have been sitting there for a little while, so I'm just going to use the bottom. Yeah. But that is your most basic mm. burger sauce, and everybody has these these products at home to be able to make it. Now, if you want to take that burger sauce to the next level, yeah. I, you're just going to see the chopped up onions, yeah. which is fucking... <laughs> this is a terrible example, by the way, McDonald's. <laughs> that should be really good. But at home, chop up, uh, really finely chice, dice up some onions and really dice up some uh, pickles. Mm, Throw it in the sauce and mix it through. Because I've seen like, people do like a burger it. sauce where they put um, like some of the pickle juice. You know how you get the pickles in a, mm. in a in a um, a jar and they put some of the juice in from it. I've seen that before. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a, and that gives a bit of that fight that pickle flavor as well. That's know? a great trick, man. Mm. That's so good. I think I know now why people don't eat on podcasts. Yeah, it's hard to talk. And <laughs> like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you got to go back and forth. So. When um when it's my turn to take a bite and eat, you're doing the I gotta, talking. I got to talk, and yeah. then vice versa, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway, so I thought you can also I can also show you with the chippies because that's yep. real handy. So they're your staples. So now let's let's, um, let's source it up. Let's get let's get creative now. Let's take it. Let's take it to another level. I love my chili too, so don't be right. afraid to get any chili or spicy stuff in there. Like I bought, I brought some chili sauces. So usually yeah. the next level up, if you're a really basic. Uh, Normie, those are your sauces, normie. right? <laughs> yeah. But even some basic basic sauce normies have some sriracha Love in their sriracha. arsenal. Sriracha. Um, then you've got 
uh, El Yucateco, oh. which is an awesome hot sauce. Love it. I love, love that it. shit. Love it. Right? And then- Which one is that? Because the, they've like got the a few varieties, hey, yeah, yeah, habanero. Yeah, that's good. You need it to have some kick. The uh, normal Yucateco, El Yucateco, it's too soft. You need to give a real good There's punch. a spicier one though, isn't there? Tabasco, Tabasco one of the best good, ever, yeah. right? This, this shit's ph- phenomenal. The um, Milkenny's Co., they actually still produce all of the hot sauce in the one plant. And they're oh, okay. still killing it. Like they make all the bottles from that one spot. That one spot. They go through all of the chilies themselves. They grow them themselves. Yes. Yeah, Family run business. I think they're up to their uh, f- fifth generation. Yeah. Fifth generation of Milken- um, Mc- McKillenies. Yeah. McKillenies of Tabasco. They're up nice. to their like. Yeah, do you ever make your own sauces like from scratch at home? Do you yeah, get I, into I that do do well? that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but always have these because it's just oh, so yeah, much quicker. You easier. Know? Yeah, but yeah. yeah, to go through the effort of making your own sauce, it's, it's a bit of a you, know, you can make yeah. your own ketchup. It's you know, it's pretty simple. It's tomatoes. It's a whole bunch of herbs and spices and um, brown sugar. Done. Right. Easy. Yep. Anyway, um, those are the spot. Oh, and then the next level of uh spiciness or um hot sauces chipotle sauce yeah right so this is how that you can smoky make smoky flavor in it that smoky chipotle yeah. um flavor mix that with your mayo and you got chipotle mayo mix your sriracha with your mayo you've got um sriracha, sriracha mayo yeah. you know you got all your nando shit and then you can kind of like spice it up with a bit of tabasco cuz it's got a real good vinegary mm. taste right so what you got to think about is think about all the different properties that each uh sauce has yep um Mayo doesn't have a lot of sweetness to it, so you you add the sweetness with the ketchup and um, the vinegar base is kind of coming out of the mustard or yep. the hot sauces and the heat too, you know? Yep. And then I think that's kind of where I'm going with Oh, and then last but not least, one of the, the staple hot sauces you yep. should have. I'm basically showing you all the hot sauces you should have on on file. You've yeah, got if you the like really if you got, like spicy things, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some people. So if you want to, if you want to have all like about the, it, the basics hot sauces in the cupboard. You want to yeah. have your uh, something like an El Yucateco or something really hot yeah. just by itself to smack you in the face. Yeah, and then and a Tabasco is more vinegary based and it's really good with everything. Yeah, and a Sriracha is great for mixing and by itself too. It's more Thai based. Then you got to have your Frank's. I love Red Frank's. Hot, right. This Which shit, one's that? Is that? Buffalo, is it? Is the, well, this is the buffalo sauce. Yeah. The classic Frank's Red Hot sauce yeah. is pretty much the normal. Yeah, they yeah. Just, they've just started labeling it Wings Buffalo because everybody oh, okay. uses it for Wings Buffalo. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Red Hot uh, Frank's sauce. Because it's good on the heaps of stuff too. Everything Frank's, by itself, yeah, man. It's I love great. It. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, um, this is the stuff that you mix. <clears throat> basically, to make hot buffalo hot wings, mm. you mix this with hot melted butter. Oh, and yeah. then pour it into um, over your uh, freshly fried wings. Yeah. Toss it through. Serve it up. That's buffalo. Sauce. So with butter, with butter. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, that's what makes it that. so special. Yeah, cool. A lot of people <laughs> just put on. I'm reds. learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people just put on red hot Frank sauce. By yeah, itself, or something like, like that. Yeah. Oh man, it's too just much. Not the same. Yeah, not the it's same. Too much. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same. But no, you got to dull the uh, vinegary hot flavor. Yeah. With a bit of hot butter. Yeah. Nice. And a bit of oil. Sometimes people throw it around. So. We've got there your there your sort of hot sauce staples, I believe. Yep. Hit the comments. Let me know your favorite hot sauce. Yeah, definitely. I would love to learn about more. There's amazing hot sauces um, available. Check out Hot Ones. Yeah. Which is the um, show done by First We Feast. Okay. And it's, yep. yep. Um, a show where they interview famous um, people, celebrities, sports stars, and everything. Yeah. And yep. each question 
they uh, eat a hot wing with hot sauce and it gets progressively hotter. Uh, okay, I think you know, I've, so heard, I've end, heard of this one. Yeah, yeah. By yeah. the end, they're the um, eating their uh, their pepper X. Uh, sauce, which, which is like, like the hottest ridiculous. chili in the world. Yeah. They manufactured that chili, like yeah. they made it. It's so fucking hot. But there's some awesome staples in there and lots of good sauces to yeah. choose. But I feel like these are like the base, yeah, base sort sure. of sauces. And you can get these all at supermarkets. Yeah, right? yeah. They're not like, you know, some weird one that you got to order on the internet or That's something. Right. I do have this one sauce, this chili sauce that um, my cousin got from me in America. And it, originally it actually comes in a grenade and it's in a little tube and it's yeah. so hot. You need like a little tiny pea, little tiny pea size um, bit of it in anything. Yep. And it's like just blow, like knock your socks off. It's It's got like Carolina Reaper in it and stuff like that. Oh, like holy it's just, shit. It's like mental, man. Yeah, like, you got your Reaper's like your, your hottest sauce mm. around. So, but that's the beauty. Once you get to know your hot sauces, because Sriracha's got some sugar in it, if you balance, you can balance the Sriracha with the um, uh, Frank's hot sauce and you've got this fucking... Awesome because the Frank's down is that kind of like a, it's a like you said it's a bit of bit vinegary almost. It's got a bit of that vinegar yeah. flavor in it. Mm. See that slight change? Yep. That's um for everybody that's not watching the video. I just mixed a bit of sriracha with Frank's um hot sauce. It gives it a little more kick, and it then the sweetness of the sriracha kind of dulls down the vinegariness of yeah, the, and it's Frank's. Yeah, it's sort of. Yeah. You've just made a whole new hot sauce, you know. Yeah, it's nice. So if you've I got like these it. staples, you can kind of put anything together. Um, all right. So uh, next, the next sort of step is kind of getting away from the state these sort of things, and we're yeah. going to go a little bit more barbecue. Ah, uh, here we go. Now, nice. this is one of my staples, right? Yeah. Hickory brown sugar, sweet baby sweet rays. Baby rays is like the best for like ribs and stuff like that as well. Love like, it, man. It's so yeah. fucking really good. Tasty. It's real good, right? Yeah. Then if you want to kind of go gourmet, my uh, hands down, the best, uh, one of the best barbecue sauces in Australia is by some local dudes by the oh, cool. Barbecue Mafia. Yep. And they do this. Um, Love the name. They, yeah. <laughs> they do this uh, barbecue sauce called Mobster. All right. Awesome. So this is, that looks this is Mobster. And it's uh, it's available from their website and shit. They're legendary dudes. I learned to barbecue with those guys when I was like hectic into my um, slow and low barbecue cooking back in the early millennium and um, early t- 2010s actually. And uh, yeah, this is this is one of their best. They make one of the best ketchups as well. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, nice. phenomenal. Check out that. So, so what makes it different? Like obviously this one's a bit thicker and this is more of a runny yeah, I did. sort of sauce. So what uh, what what makes this like? Why is this like a thin, I suppose, sauce? Like it's a liquid more than a. I mean, about liquids, but <laughs> this one's thicker. Like, what's the difference there, and how do you use them differently then? Sugar content is one. Yep. Because sugar caramelizes, it smell makes it thicker. Yeah. Yeah. Smell it, and then smell it. Yeah. <laughs> For all the podcasters, yeah. smell this. Mm, I'm gonna smell it. Really peppery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Peppery. Yeah. Smoky. Yeah, and then. Sweet hickory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's not really? as much sweetness in that barbecue yep. sauce, but they make a range of barbecue sauces. So if you prefer it a bit more vinegary, yep. there's a lot of um, slow and low cooking loves of vinegar because a lot of the barbecue has been already cooked with yep. uh, sugars and spices yeah, and stuff exactly, like that. Yeah, exactly. So if they need it, need Complements it. They want a barbecue sauce that's a bit vinegary, but still a sweet ketchup tomato taste yep. and base to it. Um, the reason why it's thicker is usually Sweet Baby Ray's has uh, got a few more little- I'm going to do what you did too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it looks good. Dip your, dip, your, dip your burger in. Um, oh, nice duck. 
And um, yeah, it, it's got uh, it's got a few more elements in the Sweet Baby's Rays to make it thicker, so it yeah. can st- uh, withstand longer on the shelf shelf life. This Mobster's uh, Barbecue Mafia sauce, it's not made to last forever. It's yeah. um, you put okay, in the so fridge. You, it's done, it's, it's not, got less preservatives, less preservatives and stuff, um, yeah. you know emulsifiers and you know corn syrups and stuff because. It's a uh, yeah, it's a different type, different style of barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah. So you've got your um, really power packed, flavor packed, um, sort of like thinner. So low would you and, use low that and you low and slow? You'd mix that with maybe some other stuff. You could in the you know, like for your sauce. You could easily just drop like you know that burger sauce we made earlier. Yeah. You could drop the tiniest little bit. Just yeah, little yeah. There we go. Yeah, perfect. A teaspoon. And now awesome. I'm going to try that with some chips. <laughs> exactly right. And now we can kind of get back to this base sauce, base burger sauce we had. It darkens it up. But it's going to add like a smoky um, barbecue kind barbecue of flavor, flavor to it. Yeah. yeah, man. But not too much. It's just, it's crazy to balance, right? All right. Dig into that. Running out of space. I'll put these in here. Mm. How good, right? Really good. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, no. So no. easy to, um, like, you know, just spice something up, like you said. Still eating. Um, it's all like basic sauces you can have at home, and then you just add that one little element, and it's just like makes it pop. Dude, just gives it that little totally. bit of a difference. Yeah, it's it's, one, it's one thing, you know. Whole another direction. So we're gonna run out of space real fast here, but that's all good. Let's. Um, I can make a little bit of room. Let's move some of these over. <laughs> yeah, we can move these ones out of the way, and I'll put some more of the actual these ones in, in here because I'm gonna use them to make up some sauce. We got plenty of room here. We didn't. We didn't really plan this out. We just said we'll do it. I just went, yep. He's like, oh, yeah. I said, Leah, let's let's come back and do another one, and and let's do something a bit more like cooking based, you know, with food and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, you suggested sauces because I suppose everyone's at home, and they maybe you know just want to make something a little bit different for you know everyone's everyone's eating like it's Christmas at the moment. So. Oh man, isn't it just man with this uh, with all, all this isolation? You're dealing with what you've got in the cupboard, especially yeah. at the start of isolation when you couldn't go shopping or they were sort of putting on heavy restrictions. Yeah. You had to kind of get creative. Mm. Um, this is just uh, kind of another way of doing that, but we can go out now and buy your own, buy your own stuff. Yeah. But this is about like uh, getting creative uh, with, with what you've got in the fridge rather than, uh, you know, you don't have to buy the sriracha mayo from the supermarket. Yeah. Buy mayo that and sriracha. That is good I only found that It recently. is really good. <laughs> I only found that but recently your, and it is good. Buy your um, mayo and your sriracha separately. So then you've got mayo to use when you want just mayo and sriracha when you just yeah. want sriracha, but then you can put them together. Yeah. You know, rather course, than yeah. when you have sriracha mayo, you're like, oh shit, I can only have sriracha mayo. Yeah. It's pretty so good So having all of this, <laughs> yeah, I bet it would be. Really, um, I always mix those two together anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, mayonnaise and sriracha. So yeah, man. Probably cheaper to buy it individually too. In the long run, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, it depends on how much sriracha mayo. It sounds like you lose <laughs> a lot of it, man. I was smashing because I, I hadn't found it before, and I've always I've done that. Like I used to always do that. Yeah, I used to mix my sriracha and my mayo because I love that flavor. And then I found it at the shops, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Mm. Just like even on like dumplings and stuff, mm. like you know, dumplings usually you'd you'd use you know you'd use like a soy or something like that. But and they have those sweet mayos. Yeah, you know, exactly. Those really sweet mayos for uh, salt and pepper um, squid, or for the yes, um, yeah, exactly. Or, or they they offer them for your uh, combination, uh, you know, little pork dumplings, those little uh, deep fried footballs. Yeah, 
the best. Yeah. Not one yum cha place calls them the same. They're always a different name. <laughs> We've got a different those name. Those things. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But man, like, t- what, what's like some of the your favorite sauce? We'll go off the sriracha mayo. Oh yeah, well, love love like sriracha mayo. And there's this there's actually this Asian one that I really love. Um, I think it's a sesame seed sauce. Okay. Really sweet, creamy, um, sesame seed flavor. But um, yeah, that's one that I I love as well. Um, but it just depends what it is, man. Like like let's I said, let's go I off love- that. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go on to the. Let's see. The, let's, this is the like the phase three. Yeah. Okay. So this phase is the, one was your uh, staples. Yep. Phase one was ketchup, mustard, uh, mayo, two kinds of mayo. Yep. Stage two was your um, hot sauces, uh, your yep. sriracha, your red hot franks, Tabasco, and El Yucateco and Chipotle. Yep. Fourth was your barbecue sauces. Yeah. And then fifth. Okay, so we're up to our fifth. Fifth. Fifth is level um, five. Yeah, level five. As you mentioned, sesame. Yeah. I'm going to crack another beer too. Sesame oil. I, I we use... didn't plan this either. I just said that. <laughs> I just happened to have sesame oil here. That? Well, it just so happens that sesame oil, I think, is something that really changes all of those yeah. sort of things. You know, yeah. Sometimes you only need one ingredient to really take it to that, like, uh, 17 other possibilities rather yeah. than just the one, right? So um, sesame oil is a great addition to all of these little sauces yeah so we can then build on that barbecue um burger we sauce. we're getting like just a tiny little just a couple this of is dabs. fusion at its finest mm-hmm. <laughs> couple, couple of little dabs now we'll um we'll get out a chip yeah let's get like a little stronger chip and we'll mix that around yeah right and that is just going to completely change the flavor for and it also makes it gives it that glisten to it it looks shiny now yeah, once, <laughs> you know? once you stir it around and emulsify yeah. it Oh, and that takes it into that whole new realm. You've gone three fingers deep yeah. in that one. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yum. I think that's definitely one of the the really sort of exciting things about watching cooking shows and um, <laughs> that, that people enjoy watching, why people enjoy watching cooking shows is for other people's techniques. Mm. It's a real voyeurism uh, yeah. sort of thing. Well, How I are like you have, cutting it? How I, are you I, eating your chips? I you want know? like a proper... Mouthful of it, you know. Yeah, I don't want no, one chip. Like I want, I want a full, like, not a meal, but I want to taste, you know, full, full flavor there. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. You don't want this little prissy little one chip. Yeah, kind don't of hold back, dip. mate. It's like those people. I've seen those people when I've said to them, um, "Here, taste this sauce," and they've kind of just dipped the, the tiniest tip bit, of, or yeah. they grab their fork and they just dip the tip of the fork, and they're like. Oh yeah, I'm like. There's no way you tasted everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't t- sit there unless and it's tell like, me unless you tell me it's like super hot. Then I'll be like, uh, I might just, I'll just have a little, ta- a little taste to start with because I know hot sauces and sometimes they're dangerous. They can sneak up on they you. They can man. be real they can dangerous. Sneak up on you. Yeah. So back to the um, stage five. Stage five for me is just um, uh, a few little added uh, kind of crazy bits and pieces that you can add, right? So yep. the sesame oil, we've got the honey. Everyone's got honey. Yep. That's a great sweet and sweet adder, especially if you've used um, lots more hot sauce. Like if you're making a hot sauce combo and you like, you just need that sweet balance. Because sometimes it's real, like you said, vinegary and, and honey. Yeah. Then. And so honey over sugars and other kind of sweeteners. Yeah. I'd, I'd prefer to use honey, but it is does it have a real honey. Is it for the flavor? Yeah, it's for the yeah, flavor, the really. Flavor, yeah. uh, flavor and sweetness, whereas sugar is just a straight sugar. Yeah. Just for sweetness. Yeah. You're not really getting much flavor from the sugar. You're getting yeah, the sweetness. Yeah. Whereas honey gives you flavor and sweetness. Yeah. Perfect. Um, then we've got soy. Yeah. 
Everyone's got soy, right? So shitloads of soy. when we head in towards the Asian um, sort of uh, sauce section, right? Yeah. You got this. I know all, right. all about this. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> so we go into soy, fish sauce. Yep. Sake. Yep. We go mirin. See, so, now mirin's not something I use, I've used a lot of before. No, but what's it, the flavor in in mirin? Mirin is your, uh, it's a sweet cooking wine. Okay, yeah. So it sort of acts as a bit of the sugar, okay, yep. kind of content, nice. right? Yeah, yeah. And um, the sake sort of acts as that sort of wine, um, bit of a, a slight vinegary yep. uh, sort of thing. It's a really nice neutral flavor yep. that kind of like just cuts through all of the super fucking saltiness of the uh, fish sauce and yep. you know middle of the road the soy. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then now everyone's got the soy and, you know, yeah. our soy can only go so far sometimes, right? Yeah. You got to have your Maggi or your Ayum. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is your seasoning. This is kind of like a, this is soy on crack, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is soy on crack. This is kind of what you just do as a dabby dab, splashy splash on things to sort of help. Uh, is it similar to a explode. dark soy? This isn't, no, no, this the isn't an umami soy. bomb. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is just flavor. Enhanced by Flavor. ten thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, this is crack. This is <laughs> this is crack. Soy crack. Soy crack. And yeah. you know it's great. Whereas soy sauce, it's sort of a bit too kind of soy-y, if that makes sense. Whereas um, the seasoning, it's got a bunch of other little kind of like ingredients in it. It's not just yeah, uh, it's not soy. Just soy. It's got it's got stuff. like lots of little bit of sugar in there, so yeah, sort of balances out with that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But that's the bomb. Then. Um, and that's it. So that's they are five stages of sauces. Look at our fucking table. The table's <laughs> full of sauces. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I, I love it. Fucking love it. All right. So, so what are we going to make then for the zingers? All right. So the zinger burger. I was thinking of making something that because um, do they have sauce chicken. on them? I think these ones do. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I forgot about. But that's they just have a mayo. It. That's just a mayo. So whatever sauce you make, I guess. Actually, we no, don't. There's not. Oh, there's a tiny bit of mayo at the bottom. So right. whatever you do, we'll just take that into account. We'll just put less mayo in if you were going to put mayo in already. Yeah, right? yeah. So what I was thinking was... Let's see. I'll help clean some space for you. <laughs> so the uh, the camera can see. Yeah, we've got to... They've seen the mayo, so we can move it over here. Well, I'll be using the mayo with this, actually. Okay. Thinking it. I'm thinking it. Okay. So let's try and get a bit creative. First of all, I'm going to take a swig of beer, because this is a beer with, not a fucking <laughs> sauce. Not a sauce with. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Now, what are we going to do? So, I think like mayo works really well with fried chicken. Yeah. But so, so does hot sauce. Um, so does uh, you know, so does barbecue and 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 uh, everything. Chicken. Everything, everything chicken works with chicken, chicken, doesn't it? Everything. <laughs> everything works with chicken, doesn't it? So what I thought we might do is um, what also works really well is a similar sort of style of... Sorry, I'm not talking into it. What yeah. really works well is like a similar sort of uh, like a... Uh, what is it called? N Kentucky sort of... Not Kentucky. A um, uh, Yeah, I'm f I've completely forgotten. Hey, you're the chef. Yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of the chicken. It's like a southern style fried chicken. Okay, right? let's just go with that. So, It'll come to you later. Uh, you Nashville. It's like a Nashville, Tennessee okay, yeah, style yeah, yeah. chicken, right? Usually it's it's lathered in oil and hot sauce and, yeah. um, you know, flavors like that, right? Yeah. So what I thought we could do here is do a bit of a hot sauce... Um, styled uh flavor but usually what helps make it hot and and everything are some spices now 
you can take go to level six if you want, and that's adding dry ingredients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I brought, <laughs> brought this, I brought uh, some smoked paprika. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Right. So what I thought we could do is, um, first of all, we'll grab the chicken and we'll just sort of uh, sprinkle some hot paprika. Yeah, don't even think it's right. Just we're gonna be we're gonna be here long enough in the same room if yeah. if either of us have got it. <laughs> we're both going to have it by the All time right, so we leave. Just a little bit of, um, uh, just a little bit of smoked paprika onto the yep. chicken first, and then we can make the base off that. Yeah. Right? So let's pop that out of somewhere too with the chippies. So now we'll start building a bit of a base. We'll go cupy mayo. Let's now make cupy... sure they can see what you're doing. I, I want I want everyone to see this as the, as it's going. So let's let's move this out of the way a little bit. Okay. Only one of these for the mixer. Yeah. This is good. So I'm just looking on the, yeah, they can see it on the camera here, and I can zoom in if we need to as well. So we'll we'll make sure that works in. We'll fix it in post, as we say. So we've got the mayo, and we're going to do a little bit of mirin. Yep. Just a little bit. It comes out real fast. So just a little, yeah, little stay. Yeah. This is a bit of the sweetener, but... Can I smell that as well? Yeah, man. But you've also got to remember what viscosity... All of these um, sources are at. Yeah, because that's the um, other thing you got to think about. You don't want too runny or exactly, <laughs> dude. So mirin's very runny, but it's also thick in flavour. So I'm going to do um, mirin, and for a bit of the thick sweetener, a bit of honey. Right, it's a little bit like that. All right, so now we've got our neutral sort of mayo base with the cupy. We've got the sweetener from the honey and a bit of sweetener and the sort of viscosity of that. Yep. So now, um. What's going to be a good little add is a hot sauce. Now, in this realm, you can't just grab any old hot sauces because of the the flavors that we're going for. This is level seven. This is level seven. <laughs> oh, you actually do you have level seven? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It's level seven. I guess is just mixing all of these together. You know, okay. I thought you were going to bring out another sauce from from your bag. So I think sriracha is going to be a really good kind of combo for this. Yep. Because all of the others are just a little too um, like vinegary, maybe vinegary and yep. too, too uh, viscosity wise. It's a bit yeah, kind yeah. of like you know thin. So we've already got a bit of thinness, so a bit of um, a bit of sriracha, and I think we're kind of like getting to the end of that. That's really really good. Now we need one more little sort of um, thicker base to help yep. this kind of like style sort of motor through. Yeah, that's a little bit of barbecue sauce. I, I knew you were going to reach for the barbecue. So that's going to add more sweetness, right? So we've got a lot of sweetness here, but we're just doing dabs. That's fine. Okay. So now let's get the. One and we'll mix this around. Mix it. Get it in there. Right. And I think this is going to be a really nice balance. We might need to add a little more hot sauce, but I think this might be a nice little balance for the, the chicken. Yeah, good. And then I reckon we can kind of baste it on. And are these zingers or are these? These are uh, zinger burgers? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure, because they're the crunchy ones, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably shouldn't have eaten breakfast. Should have just made myself real hungry. <laughs> sort of got here and just like been, oh, this is amazing. Like, all right. Not that it's not amazing. It has been so good. So we'll see how that goes. Now, all right. I'm gonna make. So you're gonna do a different one I'm or you the same one? one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do let's do that. One, yeah. <laughs> all right. So take the top off. And this one, I'm gonna make it a little more sort of like a, a hot saucy one. Franks, so we get that buffalo chicken, you know. Mm. Right. 
Not spicy, really, hey? Not too. No. And then we got ketchup. But yeah, you can sort of taste the... Kind of subtle some of the other flavours in there. Like the, you know, the, the mirin and stuff and the barbecue even. It doesn't doesn't taste like barbecue at all. Oh, absolutely. Really? <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't taste too barbecue-y. Right? But the, the combination of them all, make, like, they're all there, but it's not like there's any one thing. That's right. It's like sort of overpowering. Yeah. Love it. So we've got um, we've got here now, we've got more of a hot sauce-based one. Yep. Uh, that is uh, Frank's hot sauce. So you got the, like your... Sorry. Now we've got a little bit more of a hot sauce-based one. And we've got the Frank's uh, hot sauce. We've got Chipotle. We've got ketchup. And uh, that was about it. Yeah. So now that's real sort of like spicy slash, um, you know, savory with yep. the saltiness from everything else, right? So I'm going to add a little dash of there this. There we go. A little dash. I want to smell that too. Have a smell. <laughs> yeah, nice. My boy's going sniff crazy here. I love well, it. Well, you know, that's how you can that's get what the, you got that's it. how you can understand the flavor a bit more Mate, sometimes. You gotta you gotta use all your senses, right? Good yeah. of the oil. Ah, yeah. And that's your kind of like base now. Yeah. So we're gonna use one of these guys. We'll avoid this. And now I'm just gonna like mix it all through. Always good to have these little sauce sauce um combos together. Yep. And this is going to be like a bit of a uh, Frank's hot sauce style thing, but it's yep. not exactly buffalo wing sauce. No, because you've because, got like soy Because it's still a burger, right? Sesame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just sort of mixing together burger sauces. All right, beautiful. And now we'll sort of... And that's the thing I love about this is that it, it changes the, you know, you can just make a burger of any kind. And then you can just add these different sauces and yeah, these man. combinations and it makes it a totally different burger. Like, perfect. Easy. Boom. All right. What I didn't bring is a knife to oh. cut this with because you got to taste some of it too. I do have a knife outside. It's um, all good. I'm going to. Yeah, just break it in half. <laughs> rip it apart with my bare hands. Yeah. Right. I'll just make sure I don't drop it. Yeah. Mmm. 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 See how that? See how that? I like that one better. Mm. Like, it's just um, I don't know. I like this one more. <laughs> They're both good, but this one's better from from my taste. It's um, it balances because of that that spiciness, that savory and saltiness, right? Mm. Now, chicken's actually got a bit of sweetness in the chicken. Mm. Using a thigh fillet with the zinger, it's really good, right? Mm. And I think that that's how you can balance it out. Now. You can go crazy, guys. I'm sure at home you're thinking how like creative you can get with all the different sauces. Whenever you're thinking about like mixing sauces and putting all this shit together, you just need to remember the five elements of flavor and cooking, just like on my tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> I remember spice, you told us about it last the time. The spiciness, the savory, sorry, the spiciness, the sour, the sweet, and the salt. Yeah. And pepper. That's, that's it. And yeah. if you guys keep can remember all of those as you're building the sauces, knowing which sauce does what. Yeah. Boom. World is your the world is your sauce oyster. <laughs> so yeah, there you have oh, it. Nice. There's some there's some sauces that you guys can uh, crack on with at home using some of the basic ingredients and a few like specialty ones if you do have in your um in your arsenal. But yeah. But like you said, like something like just the the sesame oil can change the whole flavor. So it's like you don't mm. need to go if you've got the basics, mm. you can just 
go and get one thing and ch- it'll change the total, you know, totally change the, the flavor of everything totally, else. Yeah. Totally change the tone yeah. of everything. So. so I want to know how you got so into this because, you know, I love cooking as well and, and I'm, you know, into cooking awesome. and stuff. But, like, how did you – what you do, and I've seen some of the stuff you've been doing in isolation and on your show and that. Yep, yep. It's that next level, like the ramen that you made and, you know, spending <laughs> – ramen tacos? Well, no, the no, did, ramen. the ramen that you oh, yeah. made. Yeah, yeah, because you spent, like, you know, you boiled the bones for yeah, – or you washed them and you did. Three-day process, man. So, like, that's not – a normal person who's into cooking kind of thing. That's next level. <laughs> so, like, how did you get into that? Like, what? Did it actually started with sauces. Yeah, yeah. When I was at home, when I was, um, like, in, uh, like, early high school. Yeah. I loved experimenting with, like, ketchup and mayo and uh, barbecue sauce and, and mixing all of these different flavors together mm. and creating completely different flavor profiles. So, understanding... Um, which was the which were the sweet sauces, which were the savory sauces, which were the uh, you know vinegary, salty sauces, and everything like that. I was yeah. able to um, you know build a flavor profile that I liked. Yeah. So that gave me a really good understanding. And I love mixing shit together because, like, as a DJ, I'm, I'm I love all types of genres, and I'm a fan of everything. Yeah, what yeah. we talked about last time, you you know you <laughs> you can't name just like one favorite genre or anything like that. Mm. You're a, um, you're a student of all genres and yeah, all, all yeah. kind of like stuff like that. It's nothing one, not one that you hate. And basically I, I got into all of, uh, all of my cooking based off mixing sauces together, you know, mm. sauce, you know, I had, yeah, yeah. I had sauce swag in high school and, um, <laughs> sauce swag. that sounds like a brand. <laughs> yeah, it should, should be, be, right. It should be a brand. Sauce swag. Um, I, uh, I got into all of that. So that sort of built my um, idea of building flavors and, and uh, putting layers together and to create something is salty, something sweet, something spicy, whatever. But there and was, so there wasn't anyone like any person in your life. Like, it's not like my mum, your mum liked to cook my mom, and stuff. My mum had a, um, she'd already been to a Cordon Bleu uh, cooking school in France. Okay. Well, there you go. So she, you, that's, um, that's sort of a bit but of she an wasn't influence, a chef. I suppose. She, yeah, just, yeah. she just did that one course that helped give her an idea of like depth of flavor and, yeah. and how, um, uh, certain uh, techniques are used in France. Um, and then I would just watch her cook and we'd cook together. Yeah. And then I would add my flavors. I yeah. started developing an insane palate. Yeah. So mum would then I'd become the taster. She'd be like, okay, taste this. What do you think this needs more of? And I was like, oh, we need to balance it with this. Yeah. And, you know, I, I essentially, you know, I developed a God tongue. A <laughs> God tongue. <laughs> and I, I like was that. able to just like – pick things out and find out what it needed, you know? Yeah, um, what it's missing. So then I started uh, experimenting with all of those flavors and cooking and I wanted to then learn more about where each flavor came from, you know, like, oh, I love sriracha. Where, where did it come from? Who made it, you know? And, um, you know, how's ketchup made? So then I started breaking all the sauces down and, you know, that sort of was a bit of a foray into uh, this deeper um, knowledge and want to experiment with uh, Japanese cooking, with the ramen, to experiment with American style, uh, you know, low and slow barbecue cooking, which is also rich in history with um, Argentina. And it all started like from the Germans, really. Um, A lot of the Germans were uh, in in America, in the markets, trying to sell the shitty cheap cuts of meat. 
yeah. um, and they couldn't. So what they did was cook. they would cook them yeah. and they would cook them down at the markets and um, they would create this incredible barbecue because they had to smoke the shit out of them because they probably had some rank smell. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, by yeah. smoking, hid, yeah, that, yeah. hid that bad smell of that yeah. cut of meat. And then uh, it also broke down the fibers and yeah. um, nice all of the, you know, uh, fats in the in the meat to be able to kind of make make it tender because it was a really fucking tough cut, you know. Yeah. So that's how that sort of started, and then of course, like the Chinese were smoking and and uh, you know opium. making smoking opium. <laughs> yeah. Good finish. Um, they uh, they were smoking opium and uh, meat at the same time. Yeah. And uh, you know, so you had some. Because how you preserved meat back in the day. Yeah, you know, opium meat. and salting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, dude, like that's exactly how you preserved it. You know, all of your jerkies and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that was, uh, that was really interesting to me. So I found out a little bit that history. So whenever I, um, went, whenever I basically ate a meal that I really liked, I'm like, I got to find out how that made. Yeah. I got to find out how it's made. And then I want to attempt making it myself just so I can understand it better. So when I ate yeah. at a restaurant, I had a massive respect and understanding of that food itself. Yeah. When yeah. I'm eating it, eating it there, you know, like yeah. that. I just I think that there is a, a profound level of respect that a lot of people need to earn, uh, to uh, learn. Sorry, um, to eat at restaurants and understand what chefs and uh, restaurant owners yeah. um, uh, go through to create these these amazing dishes for you. Because some of them are artists. It's like mixing. Like you're you're just talking about mixing. It's so it's, it's music, such a creative like field. It's, it's a it definitely is, isn't it? it? And that's why I fell in love with it is because it had the exact same, um, you know, no boundaries yeah. as music did. Music yeah. has no boundaries. Cooking has no boundaries. Yeah, you can cook things without heat. You don't need a flame. You can yeah. cook things with air. You can cook things with water, sous vide them. There's just so many different ways you can cook yeah. things. You cannot cook things. There yeah. are things you can eat raw. Yeah. Just like with music, you, you don't have to have a beat behind it. You, it doesn't have to be relegated to just a synth line or, um, you know, anything. You can use two sticks. You can make music out of anything, Yeah. you know, and um, that's why I think both of those things in the world, like there's just two things you us, us humans, we can't really live without. Yeah. Even if we were to be stranded on a desert island, we couldn't have um, music. We'd make music ourselves. Yeah. With yeah. our mouth, with the, uh, you know, the coconut earth, shells, earth around us, sticks, rocks, all kinds of things. <laughs> that's right, man. And Seed pods, shakers, you know. That's a good one. Um, so you know they would uh, create their own way, you know, and I think that those two, those two things just, that's why they go so hand in hand. And that's why I found a really good understanding between both of them. They yeah. both like food spoken to me because of the way that I, um, I loved music from such a young age and eating wasn't just a necessity for me. Yeah. You know, I know people that they just eat because they don't want to feel hungry anymore. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. so sorry for them. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you just don't There's understand. More to it than you know? that. Yeah. But they might find the the enjoyment and love that I have in um, food in something else. Yeah, yeah. You know, Which like, is fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, have a think about like some of the stuff that you have a passion for yeah. outside of music and food. Yeah. And that might be something really different and unique to anybody else. But they'll, they'll look at that and go, oh, I don't get it. Why do you love that so much? And you're like, oh, you don't get it. Yeah. You got to understand, then, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but then you'll find someone that does get it and you can then like just chat yeah. to them for ages, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that might be a really kind of uh, popular or obvious thing, but people haven't found the the intricate details of it yet, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's why everybody has their own thing that they're into. So yeah. you can never be sort of 
you should never judge someone for something that they like or find the enjoyment of. Yeah. Because they might feel the exact same way, way about you and what you like and find enjoyment in if it's something really kind of like simple like food. Yeah. It's just – it's something that like I think everybody, us as a, a whole uh, earthling society, um, need to kind of be a little bit more humble and um, hu have humility for, especially because we've got so many unique people in the world um, yeah. that – you know, like different things and they always get shut down or they get kind of frowned upon because it's not the norm or something. But what mm. is norm, you know? Yeah. Like what is a standard or uh, kind of like something that everybody should adhere to or do or do not? It's just like, man, fucking just find some shit that you like doing. And do it. And try and make a living out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, exactly. we, are, we are in a day and age where right now we can uh, make an absolute killing we can yeah. make a living from doing something crazy. There are people yeah. on YouTube making livings from eating in front of the mukbang. Yeah, like yeah. They're eating yeah, in front of the that, eating yeah. channels. That's it. They're like, look at look how far um, video games have come. Yeah. Remember when we were kids and our parents were just like, "You're never gonna like, you know, uh, video games aren't gonna help with anything. They're not gonna do anything. You're just you're just having fun." Yeah. And now look, there's people that are making winning ten million dollar yeah. uh, video game uh, competitions. And then there's people who just play video games and and they're making a thousand dollars a day and they're making bulk money on it, you know, yeah. just from just from people watching them. People play the just games, watching you know? it, man. That's like that's fucking insane. Um, and it's great too. I love it. You know, yeah. Look at me. I'm I'm trying to make a living out of like cooking and DJing at the same yeah. time. Like, that's fucking crazy. Come on, you know. But that's you know what I love about that though, because like we talked about it last time in the last episode, that like the music sort of is something that has been influenced from your dad. Uh huh. Because, you know, with the radio and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you're talking about the cooking sort of, I suppose, influenced from your mum's side. So you've sort of, <laughs> you are the product of your parents, almost, I, I, you know, but you've mixed it together and, and that's what you're doing. 100%, dude. That's exactly what I am. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very proud of it because I love my mum and dad. They're my best friends. Yeah. We talk all the day, all, all the day, all, all the time, every day. Yeah. And I'm very proud to be able to, uh, you know, develop some skills based off what they loved doing or did. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, that's, that's what's up. Yeah. That's so cool. You almost got me tearing up here. Bro. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love Stop that. It. No, I love that. That's what, that's what the power of food has for you. Yeah. Man. Yeah. No, if you good. taste something that's phenomenally, um, you know, that touches your soul, that really kind of like just gives you a reminder of, uh, you know, your childhood or anything like that. Yeah, you, it it can have a profound effect on you. Yeah, you know? yeah, of course. Yeah. And I want to be able to share that with people. I want to be able to share those, those beautiful moments, and flavors with people. And I think yeah. that's what most um most cooks and chefs want to do. Yeah, because as a society, we love sharing. I mean, we. That's what social media is, isn't it? Well, sharing? this this it is. Yeah, and yeah. I, what I want to sort of like. I want to touch on one subject before I get into back to what I was just talking about. Yeah. How yeah, us as us as a society, we love sharing, um, and especially considering the time of, of uh, it is right now. Yep, the current times. What I loved when we first went into lockdown and isolation, the first people to jump on social media and and share were chefs and DJs and artists and musicians. Yeah, the first people that jumped online. And they wanted to do live streams and and make videos sharing their recipes and uh, you know their their experiences with life and how um, some you know food meant what 
some food meant to them. They wanted to share recipes like, oh, here's how you do some pancakes because you're going to be cooking at home right now. We're the first people that, we're, yeah. we're the first ones to lo lose our job. Yeah. We lost all our income yeah. and yet we were the first ones to jump online and want to share our knowledge. Yeah. And same with music. Producers were doing production shows and yeah. you could tune in and li listen to your favorite producers like um, album and how he made like one of your favorite songs, all that sort of shit. It was fantastic. Yet I didn't see until later um, all of the lawyers and real estate agents and um, entrepreneurs and people like that doing videos to sort of help us through a difficult time. Yep. Like I would have loved to see um, some, you know, accountants doing videos. Yes, they were busy doing the accounts because that had yeah, to be done. <laughs> they had to but do that, yeah. even some, some people that knew about that doing a video that could have helped yeah. some of us artists, you know, and people that lost their jobs first. Yeah. Here's something you can do. Here's yeah. something that will help you save money. Here's something that will, um, you know, go directly, um, directly online and do a little life audit. Cancel your um, Spotify, yeah. cancel your, um, you know, subscriptions, cancel all of this, this and that, these ongoing payments that aren't going to say, no, we're not, we're, you can't, we're not going to charge you because of COVID. Cancel those and yeah. completely try and cut your income. Oh, sorry, outgoings. Yeah, yeah. You know, and there was more advice that needed because I reckon there's a lot of people that probably have gotten to already two months in, maybe people listening to this podcast right now, they're like, oh shit, maybe I should. I don't need to have that Spotify going. Yeah. You know, that was great on my commute to work and and constantly making playlists. But you but still got now Spotify, like the free Spotify. You do, exactly. I cancel my know. Spotify subscription. Yeah, yeah. But in saying that, because I started producing more now at home, I started a Splice subscription. <laughs> yeah, well, they are, but that's productive. Productive. It's for something that you're doing. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So when I didn't important. have the time before. So um, now, now I do, and now it's kind of like, okay, do a little bit of a life audit. So yeah. if, if you haven't already, guys... I suggest get get your shit together and do a little life audit and try and get rid of all of the things that you don't really need right now. Yeah. Outgoings. Yeah. And then um, that's the first step. And then you can kind of start looking at, uh, you know, what you can do to get those incomings or how you can budget with all of the, the money you do have left over. And, yeah. you know, because some payments haven't started till now. I don't know when this uh, podcast is going live in about a week. Something like that. Maybe Monday. Maybe Monday. Oh, let's, let's just smash it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I've, I'm trying to smash out a heap now because we just started it back. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to do a heap of them so that I've got them in the bank. I can just like sort of release them and stuff. And yeah, then yeah, cool. That way I can keep doing all the other things that I'm doing as well now while still putting the podcast out. Yeah, so that's I'm right. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to, I'm I like trying that, to make sure we've got yeah. some in the bank ready in case things fall through. So that's you. Busy. That's you yeah. sharing. That's you wanting to share. Like, you know, before this, you were doing them and that was great. But it's like, because of this current climate, you're like, you know what? I want to get do more. I want to get more out there. way more, bro. And <laughs> so much more. Which it's is like, great. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it's developed a whole new, uh, you know, realm yeah. of uh, possibilities for us artists. Yeah. And that's looking at the glass half full. You know, yeah. not looking at it empty and like, oh, I lost my job and, you know, I can't do anything. I'm just going to sit home and do nothing. There's it's so like, much oh, opportunity keeping, at the moment as well. Up. Like, yeah. you know, because there used to be these gatekeepers almost, you know, like to, to play at a club, you know, there's someone in charge, you know, or, or someone owns the club or whatever it is. Now, that doesn't matter. None of that matters. No. So you can be anyone. And if you've got a creative idea and a good whatever it is, you can actually, you know, make a difference and get a following and people will watch because people can't go to a club on a Friday night 
So what are they going to do? That maybe they'll tune into what you're doing. You know, if, six it, if it's if it's yeah, six o'clock, <laughs> six every o'clock Friday, every, every Friday. Friday night. Uh, that's twitch.tv slash cut and cook. So you've got <laughs> it on Twitch now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I know you when you just started, it was when on first, Instagram. First started, I wanted it to be on Instagram because that's where I had most of my followers and most of my interaction. But the the it's only on mobile then mainly. Then. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. you can get a, a patch that allows you to watch it on a web browser, but it's a bit annoying and. Um, you know, I had most of people, you know, doing it on Instagram and Twitch. I did want to connect with, but I was having trouble getting that set up. Now I've got that set up and that's yep. our main kind of, uh, outlet. So Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and, uh, Instagram, Instagram's going to be like, it's a, it's a separate little, you know, vision. I wanted to have them all coming from the one yeah. vision, but you know, it was, yeah, all zoomed in because it was an upright portrait you mode. To talk to, uh... so. Paul, who runs Frequencies, I yeah, think he cool. knows how to do Instagram as well. He was, yeah, he's he was playing with that a bit before before COVID happens. So yeah, well, we did, to, um, yeah, figure that out. We kind of figured out how to do that in OBS by changing the um the background size and be a portrait. Yeah, and then we put the um nice wide angle shot up top, and then down the bottom we did the close up. Yeah, but for people that watching watching on Twitch, then then it seeing looks portrait funny. mode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where and uh, and people on Instagram. Well, he he's all about experience. hacking into stuff and using That's different awesome. stuff. So you need to talk to that. I need guy to have a good chat to him because he because back when Paul was doing um, live streaming initially, mm. there wasn't all this cool software and stuff out. So he was like hacking into or not hacking, but using software that wasn't designed for live streaming to use whatever like screen capture stuff to then use that on something that's playing what he's got playing through something. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was. It was real bolted together experimental sort of stuff. It so all he's is, come from back then when it was like yeah. that. And so he's right up to date with all so that experimental, stuff. So yeah. experimental, man. Um, you know, I, I remember doing live feeds out the front of Calibre back in like, you know, early uh, 2010s. And yeah. uh, there was a guy that was setting all that shit up. There was heaps of people doing it. Uh, you know, you got the frequency's been going for a while. There was, um, I remember uh, Jimmy, um, Jimmy Ellis and uh, yeah. Shane Scarrett were doing, um, uh, you know, a bunch of, uh, you know, live streams and stuff ages ago as well. And yep. there was a dude on the Gold Coast that was doing heaps. You know yep. I mean? That Gold Coast, not Gold Coast FM, CFM. What was the FM channel that did a whole bunch of uh, radio shows? Metro, Radio Metro. Metro. They were doing live streams as well, yep. you know, back before it got crazy. But it's sort of it, our technology and our internet speeds, we just, we couldn't handle it. America and Europe and, and Asia, they had heaps of fast speeds. E they could even, do it. Even now, Paul's like... I want faster speeds. The, like, the internet still isn't fast enough. They fucked up the NBA <laughs> yeah. so hard. Tell me about and it. And it is fucking insane. Like, I just couldn't believe it. Like, what? who who was working on that shit? Yeah. Fuck me. You know anyway. what you can do, though? This is one thing that Paul's told me and that I use as well sometimes. There's a VPN called Speedify, and you can actually merge connections. So you can actually use your NBN and your, like, phone hotspot. Tethered. <laughs> At the same time, and it'll use both to increase your speed. So That's at home, hack. when I use both, I can get over a hundred megabit a second, and the NBN's only a hundred, you know, hundred megabits. So I can actually get more than that by using both at the same time. Damn. So it's it's something to look into, um, but yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty That's crazy, pretty good. But um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like it'd be great to because Paul's talked about he's like I'd love to be able to do three hundred and sixty live stream, mm. but the bandwidth's not. Not there no. for Australia. It would just be so laggy, and the frame rate would have to be so yeah. low. Well, my la my show work. last week was laggy for the first twenty minutes of the fucking show. I was yeah. just so pissed off. It was just like I finally got 
the audio shit worked out and all this yeah. other stuff. And um, then the the first half of the show was laggy as fuck, you know. Yeah. But um, get that speed of fuck. But then again, that's another subscription subscription thing that you. Well, got my to pay brother, for. my brother behind the scenes was kind of scrambling together to try and figure it out, and he ended up having to like slow a bunch of latency, um, change a bunch of settings in OBS, and then he got it working, and then the second half was fine. So he's at home yeah. right now, actually setting up for tonight's feed, and um, yeah. so that way uh, when we're finished up, we can I can go home and we can do a little test live stream and yeah. then uh, make sure it's all spot on because um tonight's going to be uh what are you making tonight chicken burgers oh that's right you said that burgers yeah, okay. fried chicken burgers um what and then what sauce are you going to make oh uh, you can multiple okay so you're gonna you're gonna do a few the sauce that i'm gonna make is is gonna be a vinegar um mayo um hot sauce base yep that mixes with um uh, basically a slaw. I'm doing a mayo, yep. hot sauce, and uh, vinegar-based slaw, yep. and that's going to go on top of the fried chicken. Yeah, nice. I'm going to paint the fried chicken in uh, oil, like a bit of a Kentucky, uh, whatever, Nashville style. Yeah, yep. Sorry, itchy nose. Yeah. Itchy nose, san shi wu. Uh, I'm going to baste one of the chickens in uh, a bit of a Nashville style kind of hot sauce, yep. and that's like oil, um, smoked paprika, uh, cayenne pepper, uh Garlic powder, onion powder, all that shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I might do one of them and then I'm going to do a straight plain fried chicken one with yeah. just the slaw and you can put do whatever sauce you want on top of it. But fried chicken burgers, man, they're, they're, they're a beast of their own. They're not, yeah. you know, you've got the cheeseburger, which I did last week. Yeah. Um, the cheeseburger one was great and that's really simple. You know, I kept it simple. But this one, I'm like, okay, there's multiple ways you can do a chicken burger. You can do a roast chicken burger. Or you can do yeah. like a, a, fry, a fried chicken burger. Yeah. And, um, you know, the sauces sort of change. You've got your Nashville yeah. hot style chicken, yeah. which is that it's completely basted in that hot style sauce, like yeah. similar to sort of the one we did at the end. Yeah. Um, and then you've got that other style um, chicken burger, which does the mayo based uh, mm -hmm. kind of like sauce on top. And it's, you know, it's got the pickles and the um, uh, coleslaw as well. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to do a basic col coleslaw and that's going to work with the Nashville and without the Nashville style, yep. just plain kind of like, you know, yep. fried chicken. And so with this show, if correct me if I'm wrong, but you put out like what you're making earlier in the week with the ingredients and things that you need. I know you yeah. were doing that initially. Yeah. Are you still yeah, doing, yeah. You're doing I haven't now? done the ingredients. I think it's a bit too much. If people want to know the ingredients, I can set that up, but the, the show is kind and of so taken people can make it at home. Thing. Wasn't that yeah. like the plan? Yeah. You can yeah. make it at home. Right? I, the first thing I did, like I wanted, I wanted everyone to cook with me while I was cooking. Yeah. That's why I thought, let's do it at six o'clock. You can go out, get your ingredients, come home and you can start cooking at the same time I do. Then I realized that some people aren't as quick as I am with the cooking and I'm DJ at the same time. So now I've just turned it into a show. Just tune in and watch me. You can so be do, eating whatever you do, want. Do you, tune in. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. That's but do, right, do you Do you then save that, like record it? Yep. And then put it up later? Yeah, yeah. So people could then go and go, oh, that looked awesome. I want to make that. And then later on, like next week or something, you know, like during the week, they could go and actually rewatch yeah. it and cook it. And then yeah. they could pause it if they need, or they can, you know. Well, I haven't, um, because each stream has had, had its own issues with latency, audio um, delays. But you can just press record or, you know, OBS. Yeah, but it records all of that latency and the, the issues that I had. Yeah. So um, basically, what I ended up doing, uh, I will end up doing that. It's a great idea. Um, just redo them. So now you I know how to redo it. Like, yeah, you yeah. can do it again. I'll like, just do the episode again. Yeah, right? yeah, do it again. The um, so I've just put basically. I go in each time I've recorded a one. I get the recording and I go in and edit it myself and do a bit of a, you know, a, a ten minute version of the half an hour 
hour show yeah. or I'll do like a one minute, two minute version, you know, um, as a bit of a, Man, a I, recap, you know. I reckon do the whole show again, put them up and have a channel for that. Because like if people enjoyed it but yeah. didn't couldn't cook along with you, they can do it later. Like yeah. I'd love to do that because, you know, they can rewatch I, I do Friday knockoffs here on Friday. So I can't really like sit there and be at home cooking with you. Yeah, and, exactly. But, but I do like that it's on Twitch and that now because we can actually maybe all of us watch it. Yeah. And talk at the same time because that's, that's cool. we do that sometimes. Like we watch stuff, we'll all be like, "Oh, let's all watch this." So we all put it on our screens, and then we sit there and talk like in the video chat oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can actually be that's watching cool. something. So we yeah. watch like some of the streams, like someone and people will be on there and go, "Oh, I'm gonna go. Um, I gotta go DJ on Radio Metro's yep. stream on Twitch." And so we'll all go, "Oh, sweet, we'll watch." So we all chuck it on. We all watch and we're like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, tune. Like, oh, that's such a tune. Like, I remember that from this back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a really cool idea, the fact that you can you can watch something during a, a Zoom chat or during the thing. Well, what, what do you use? Zoom, yeah. Zoom, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, here's the other thing cool. then is like when I do the um, A Beer With Presents on Saturday, we have the Zoom room open as well. So I saw that with the so, with yeah, Mickey yeah. and um, – Yeah, with Mickey yeah, and Dippy. So they're great. out there and because of COVID, it's perfect because you can only have certain numbers out there. So, you know, they're out there playing. We're watching it in here with a group of other people online and then playing. And then, like, you know, Paul's got his live rig where he can bring the camera in as well yep. and, and do it. So it's very meta. <laughs> you know, it's very, like, sort of – but it's um, no, but it's that's so good. fun. That you know, sort of just brings up a good point about um, – It's interactive. You know, yes. Yeah. You know, it's – Having it's, people involved yeah. as well as people can watch at home. Yeah. People love watching other people being involved with something like that. And that's why I'm I'm going to move my show to a live studio audience. Yeah. So um, I'm going to have, uh, you know, when, when more restrictions are lifted, I'm going to have friends come over and I'm going to be cooking and DJing uh, while they're having a little kind of dinner party, like, you know, just having some drinks and uh, chatting amongst themselves or whatever and enjoying the show. Yeah. And then when I've finished cooking, that's dinner. And they can all eat. And they can and all you eat. get the audience reaction, you know, your friends' reaction. Everyone can join in. Um, so uh, a bit kind of like boiler room styles, you know. They'll be behind me having their, um, you know, drinks and chat and, yeah. and enjoying the um, music and waiting for me to finish cooking. I've, I've got so. an idea here. When you start doing that, mm -hmm. I'm going to come over. Yep. I'll do the Friday knockoffs as well. Sounds great. While man. we're there. Let's do it. So we'll have... Friday knockoffs and the live audience all watching at the same time. Damn, that's some fucking live stream, <laughs> yeah, we'll live like, stream inception right there, man. We'll get it sorted. <laughs> that, 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 that'll be great, man. I'd love to do that. Yeah, I love that idea, man. All right, that'd cool. That's good. That's collaborations. Good. Well, you um, you know, I've got uh, I got some fun uh, shows coming up. Uh, you know, uh, this one's burgers. Yeah, uh, I'm basically doing uh, three episodes per dish. Yep. So I did, um, of course, I did three taco um, episodes. Uh, a bit of a traditional, a bit of a mishmash, and then something crazy. Um, this one I'm doing uh, for burgers. I've yep. done the cheeseburger. I'm doing chicken tonight. <laughs> I feel like, like chicken, chicken tonight. tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, we're lame. Um, <laughs> so, and then uh, I've got, uh, then next week I'm doing uh, veggie burgers. Yeah. So they're nice. the three burgers that yep, I'm going to yep. be doing. And uh, then uh, after that, I'm going to be doing pizzas. Yeah. So it's all uh, stuff so people can make at home too. It's all not, stuff people. It's can not make at something home. like you know. It's pizza's not... going to be a bit difficult because you need this special pizza oven that I've got. But yeah, at yeah. the same time, they can still make it in their oven. Yeah, get yeah. a hot pizza so it's not stone. Be exactly the same. There's yeah. a way that you can. Pizza hack. stones are good. Like, yeah, they're great. I they're rate great. pizza stones, man. They're great. If yeah. you've only got that oven, man, 
that's all you fucking need. And they're um, base. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a bit of a uh, oven hack that I'm going to share with everyone. Okay, good. That you good. can basically hack your oven to become even hotter than yeah. the 220 that it lets you get to. You know. Yeah. So um, ours goes to 250. Yeah. Boom! And look at Bang. you. Yeah. <laughs> Mad flex. (laughs) Mad oven flex. Mad (laughs) oven flex right there. Yeah. I'm fucking full lit. 250 degree lit. Um, Yeah, there's a way that you can hack it so you can get up to like 300. Um, Because you're cooking Neapolitan um, sort of uh, style pizzas like at 450. Yeah. 500 degrees. And this this Grozny um, That's the thing people don't understand about pizzas. It's like. You need to fucking rip it high hot, high temperature, real quick, right? That's yeah, that's yeah, what you yeah. should how you should cook it. Yeah, yeah super true. high, real quick. Unless you want to do something like a little bit more of a pizza pie, like a, a Chicago yeah. based sort yeah. of pizza pie. Yeah. Then you, you're doing deep dish. Then it's more of a kind of an Italian focaccia. But who really. does that at home? You know, like not the many normal person, yeah. the normal run of the mill person. Most people just buy some fucking pita bread, or they buy like a uh, one of those wraps. And yeah, they just yeah, cook wrap, it, throw yeah. it in the oven for a bit, and take it out. It's real quick. And they're great. You know, if you've got some good ingredients, you can have a fun pizza night. But I'm talking about like just a few little hacks to take it to that next level and yeah. you'll thank me for it, man. It's just going to be like, this is what's up. Yeah. Like, this is how yeah, it's nice. meant to be done. But that's later. So for starters- We're getting ahead of ourselves. Getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so, um, and then after pizza, there's a few more. But for now, uh, I'm doing uh, fried chicken burgers tonight. And then uh, next week, I'm going to be doing uh, veggie burgers. And uh, yeah, so when we can when we can get those people coming through, man, that's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Come over, yeah. maybe during one of the pizza ones. Yeah, might get you that over. That sounds around. fun. And uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll get all that uh, get all the zooms working. And, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll bring we'll some extra cameras too. <laughs> we'll have multiple. Ca- we can have Holy like shit. a yeah. We can have like a an audience cam or something as well. Audience cam would be dope. Put that in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm taking it to the next level, you know, yeah, cool. because ultimately when all these things are lifted, all these restrictions are lifted, yeah. um, I'm going to take this show live out mm. into a venue. So then yeah. people can come in and they well, can I mean, you've, watch you used show. to do, well, you still do do this, you know, like the cut and cook. You've it's been doing just, it for we've got years, but I suppose restrictions it's, a great, moment, yeah. it's a great opportunity to get more eyes on it. Yes. Because there's, you know, it's kind of niche yeah, you know, like issues. you know, it's. I, I need like to develop you, a whole new set of, um, like, uh, you know, audience members, a yeah. whole new set of people watching, so to be able to understand uh, what it's about. And I think this is my opportunity time to for, for people to watch and actually get it. They're like, ah, oh, yeah. now I get it. Because remember last time I was talking to you, I was t- telling you like, yeah, I tell people what I do, and they'd be like, what the fuck, I don't get it. But I, th- I'm, now, I'm finding that too. Now they do get it. You know, like now with what I'm doing, people don't people don't get it. It's like, what do you mean? Like it's a video chat, but it's a live stream of DJs, and it's like, well, we're all watching the stream, but we're also hanging out in a video. Ch- like you know, people don't get that, and it's like when new That's things the new come. That's the world that we're in, man. Yeah, it takes it takes time for people to catch on, and like I've had people who have come in and gone, well, what is this? And then like they've like messaged me the next day and just gone, man. That was so awesome. Yeah. Like, that was Dude, what's your, um, like, I'll, I'll give you props, man. I'll piss in your pocket for a bit. What you're doing is <laughs> um, really, really cool. And it's connecting people. And it's. That's what I'm trying to do, it, man. It C- keep the community together. The dance music community and everything in Brisbane. It's really important, And man. that, you know, keep them together. We're a really small um, community. And, and something like this can, if we're not careful, really divide us. Yeah. And as long as we stay together. I think it's going to do the opposite. We keep it, like, really, um, you know, really tight knit and we support yeah. each other and 
we're not judging and we're not kind of like, you know, really opening up to what everybody does. Just like yeah. I was saying before, everybody's got something different they're into, you know? Yeah. And it's about just having that humility to go, you know what? I'm not into it, but he is mm. or she is. And, you know, they love that shit because of what it means to them. Yeah. It doesn't really mean anything to me. Yeah. So you've got to kind of be uh, appreciative and sensitive to that fact. Some people are just so quick to kind of go, nah, I hate it. It's, yeah. It sucks. It doesn't necessarily suck just because you don't like it. Mm. But having um, having that kind of like ability to just sort of, you know, discuss it together. But at the same time, you can razz on motherfuckers. You can yeah. you can sort of have a joke around and be like, oh, this is stupid or whatever. But, you know, I get it. It's all good. Um, because that's what we do as a society too. We love razzing each other. Yeah, we love that. And you can't be too serious. Yeah, yeah. you gotta, you got to be able to take the piss out of yourself. Yeah. And um, that's also what what's makes us so Australian. Yeah. Like if there's any yeah, type of yeah. Australian <laughs> culture, it is taking the piss. And, um, you know, taking the piss and drinking it. Well, who, who's going to, you know, who's going to, who's going to take the piss out of you if your mates can't? Yeah, exactly. Right. You know what I mean? You've got to be able Dude, to take 100%, the piss out of your mates, you know, like. 100% man. If you, yeah. if you can't, uh, if you can't handle your mates taking the piss out of you, then you're, you're, you're not going to get very far, man. Yeah, there's so yeah. many, there's so many angry and, um, you know, ugly people out there that are just ready to attack and pounce and, um, give you shit. So. You know, if you can handle that, then you'll be able to, you know, do it out in the wide open world and don't look at those YouTube uh, comments. Don't yeah, look at yeah, that shit. don't look at them. You know, like I, I watched a really interesting documentary on John Candy yep. the other night and he is a amazing dude. God rest his soul. Um, you yeah. know, cheers to John Candy. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I talked about all these movies, you know, The Great Outdoors, Uncle Buck, um, you know, Planes, Trains, Automobiles. And, you know... As much as a big larrikin he was, he was very sensitive. Yeah. And he used to read reviews. Yeah. And he used to get so depressed. Yeah. And he'd get so upset. And he and a lot of people didn't realize the effect it had on him. And it, it affected his life, his personal life. But he was just an average dude that still fucking had to take the kitty litter out at night. Yeah. He still had to, you know, um, do the plumbing at home and, and water the garden and, and, and whatnot. And he... um. He was such a lovable kind of like dude, and and he was really sensitive to that too. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's it had it has it does have an effect on someone. So you just the best way to get around that is just not read the comments and not yeah, like, yeah. not get involved in that. Especially yeah. if you're releasing stuff all the time. Yeah, or you're really putting yourself out there. You've got to, you know, it's all right to read the comments, but just just don't let them get to you. That's true. Yeah. So because like you ways. do want to, you know, because there's people that are gonna well, it depends say on good what you're things. doing. People are going to say good things too, yeah, and you want true. to maybe engage with them and talk you, to them. You do, and, and, you do, but and, you know, it's those other people that have ruined it for those good people. Yeah, you know, like I'm not going to get. Uh, I might make a comment on someone's video and give positive feedback, or um, not even feedback, just a positive comment. Yeah, and I'm not expecting a response from the person that made the video because I understand that they might not go into the comments because of the other people that have ruined it. So if you go into the comments to dig on something, dig up a good good comment. You're gonna screw. You're probably gonna scroll through about sixteen, you know, bad comments, yeah. negative things, and it's just like it's too much, man. So yeah. unless you can develop that thick skin and you can kind of like just brush it off and be like, whatever, I don't fucking care, and you know, you know, get to those good comments, then good. Otherwise, if you can't, yeah. just don't read them. You know, simple. depends how big you are. But the other thing is, I've I've just been reading or listening to Super Fans by Pat Flynn, which is an amazing book. Interesting. You should definitely. Okay. It's been recommended to me by like so many people. And I listen. I've listened to it twice on audiobook. Yeah. And the thing is, like, it talks about making super fans who are like, you know, super fans, yeah. like, love everything you do. 
The thing is, if you develop enough super fans, they will go and fight your battles for you in the comments. Straight up. You know man. what I mean? Like yeah. if someone has something negative, they'll come in and be like, nah, like you're a dick. Like, you know, and they'll 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 have you back and they'll like get in the comments and like do that. So it's it's interesting to to see how some people manage that kind of a thing through their fans. Dude, like, it's but it's so true. I've seen you, you have to read that. I've seen you that have to read hand. that book or right, listen cool. to it. Like it's like I would recommend that to everyone. I've had yeah. so many people recommend it to me. And I love it. it. It's amazing. Dope, man. Dope. Yeah. All right. I'm probably going to listen to it a third time. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Hook me up. There's so many good things in there. Yeah. You know what just um uh, popped into my head um, yeah. before was something that we didn't get to chat about last time. Because yeah. this has been a, a little bit of a part two, but it's kind of created it's We created our own Yeah, beast. yeah. We've gone. Well, the first, <laughs> one, the first one was kind of like more about music and this is more about the other side. It is. You, it is. It know? is. But I Which did is good. I love that. The, I did want to bring it back to the music because I wanted to ask you yeah. about your music production. Oh, yeah. Um, and I wanted to ask you about like, you know, what was the first, uh, you know, um, what what was kind of the first thing that you heard or um, – uh, you know, saw that made you want to get into producing the song and making the music. Well, see, for me, it was just either DJing it yeah, or listening. For me, it wasn't necessarily a specific song or a specific anything. It was more I knew that was the next step. Like I, I realized that, you know, and back when I started, there were big people who, you know, around the world who were massive, who were just DJs. They didn't produce. But I saw sort of a trend of that the bigger guys and the guys who were the biggest in the world produced as well. Mm. They weren't just DJs. So it wasn't really necessarily a specific song or, or time or thing that sort of for me was like, you know, that's what you, you yeah. want to do. But I've always, I, you know, I've done music my whole life. I've yeah. played trumpet, as a singer, like okay. I've done all that. So, you know, so for me it was like, so you had a bit of musicology. Uh, yeah, I had I like music. I know music theory. I've done grade eight on trumpet. I was in the state honors ensemble program. Like yeah. I've done a lot of stuff. I've played in anything you know that a trumpet's played in. I've played in it. musicals, symphony orchestras, wind symphonies, Damn. brass bands, so marching some, bands, all yeah, of that you got stuff. Some trumpet, yeah, trumpet yeah, experience. <laughs> yeah. I haven't played in years, but like I've that was my background. So I was always into, you know, being a musician. As such, so production was sort of like just. So if you ever blow I just your own saw horn, it, you're actually. I can your own blow horn, my yeah. own horn. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the only trumpet I have at the moment is my granddad's trumpet because he played okay. trumpet, so I can blow my granddad's. Horn. That does not sound. <laughs> I don't think that's what the audio listeners. Yeah, <laughs> are yeah. Well, you know, doesn't whatever. make sense to them, but um, that's awesome. But yeah, um, so you know, I've, I've always horn. been in music and and you know writing. Give was, props. So I sort of understood that writing and making your own music was the next step. Um, DJ's fun. I, you know, I see that as almost conducting two bands at once, but they're perfect bands. Yeah. They, you know, that's the way I describe it to people who are more into live stuff, like maybe, you know, classical or something. Yep. I'm like, it's imagine you're a conductor conducting a band, but you're conducting more than one band. You're conducting two bands and they're perfect. They do everything perfect for you. And you can be like, oh, we want more of the low end from this band and just the top end from this band, you know, and that's how you blend and you get those mash yeah, up or really, those things. That's a really yeah. unique way of looking at it, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I that, so I that's how that. I look at, at, at DJing um, yeah, and, and that's how I explain it to people who I've grown up with playing, you know, music and sort of like, this is what it's like, you know, because they're like, oh, what's, you know, what's that like, you know, because they're all, and I know people, you know, in symphony orchestras now and yeah. 
and that are like, you know, classically trained and do all that kind of stuff. And so it's like, yeah, that's what it's like. It's like conducting two bands at once. That's cool, man. I dig it. So, but yeah, so it was just, I knew it was the next step. Um, and you know, I was so, I've been so into music my whole life. So it's like, so it was the natural it progression was natural for you. Progression for so me, like yeah. going from uh, like you'd already been DJing for a bit, and yeah. you kind of then went, all right, man, I, I can see, I can see the natural progression of this, um, you know, this trend and and, and whatnot. And um, you already had that idea of, of you of had, already had a good idea. Things, yeah, you already had a good idea of how music was made. Yeah, you knew definitely uh, the, the different elements that were necessary. Yeah. So when it wasn't as, just like DJing where it was like the one song. It's like, well, I know that you've got. You know, yeah, tubers do the low, and then yeah, you've got totally. trombone, then you've got trumpet, and so you've, did you? Um, you've got all this, you know. So did you apply that to um, uh, Ableton, or did you try something else? What was your first? Uh, uh, what was your first DAW? Yeah, Ableton was. Oh no, wait. If we're talking first DAW, when I was about twelve, before, like when I was into music and yep. stuff like that, I when it was called Fruity Loops. Yeah, I used Fruity Loops. Fruity Loops, man. Yeah. Um, and so that was the first one. I, I think that used. was a Sony based. Uh, production company. No, Fruity Sony Loops is bought, still around. I thought Sony NFL. bought No, Fruity Sony Loops? has Acid, Sony Acid Pro. Yeah, I thought Fruity Loops turned into Acid. My, oh, my, from my memory, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know because that was when I was 12 and then I, I just went – because I just thought it was a bit of fun. Like, oh, cool, yeah. you can make a drum loop. Like, you can make these sounds. And so That's I just, cool, just played with it then and then yep. actually moved on um, and did, you know, music. I think we used Cubase when I was in high school. Cubase because was good. The beauty of Cubase is you used to, be solid, a, man. used to be able to turn like MIDI and stuff into actually sheet music. Yes. So you could actually then, because I was that a was musician. So, that was so impressive. Because that. I was a musician, that was more familiar to me. So it was like, oh, we can write this and make these sounds on the computer. Rather and then than look at the waveform. Yeah. And well, we can make the sounds and then we can transpose it to sheet music and we can play it. You know, like, so that was the thing then. And then I think um, I sort of, when I was at uni, I stepped away from music for a bit. And then when I came down here, I, I met a guy who was doing um, like hip hop beats and he was using Reason. Yep. And Re Reason is so different different and hard to get your head around. It's yeah. so hard to write songs. It's easy to make loops and, and ideas and stuff, but to get your head around that is, yeah, crazy. But so I got into Reason for a bit and then... Eventually, someone showed me Ableton, and that's when I was ready to take that next step in DJing. And I was yeah, like, man. All right, Ableton's easy to use. It's user-friendly. So intuitive. Yeah. Um, all of those other programs had their had their pros and cons. Yeah. Um, Ableton just really kind of simplified all of that shit, man. Reason was way too oh, Reason's complicated. Because you have to even like plug the instrument in. Like the You have to press alt and it, t it flips all the instruments and you can see the back where all the plugs so you are. Patch, and you have to, you have to drag the cables in. It's like, it, it's awesome because it lets you do almost anything, but, but it's But really in saying hard. that, where, where that actually, that program came from, it came from a different mentality. Mm. It came well, from live. the, uh, well, it came from Analog, the, uh, the modular, like yeah. modular um, yeah. producer, the person that had, you know, that like the uh, modular system you have up yeah. there. Um, and, uh, and 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 whatnot. It came from those people yep. that worked with racks because back yeah. in the eighties, you were dealing with racks and racks and racks of, yeah. of uh, production audio. You you only had one piece of audio gear, like the MPC or SP twelve hundred, that could grab a sample from a record or from yeah. a singer or something like that, and then you could kind of see the waveform and be yeah. able to kind of like shorten it, fatten it, and yeah. then chop it up and export it. Um, so it was coming from a different sort of way of production. Exactly, and the newer yeah. kids that were coming through needed to see that 
elongated um, audio waveform because yeah. um, when uh, when DJs were recording their mixtapes, that's all they'd see is that one long waveform, yeah. right? So I think it's familiar, um, yeah. I think I think Reason definitely was something good for an older generation of producers and it people was, coming from the live space and from the live, you know, space. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, you know, and Fruity Loops played on that whole era of uh, musicians that just loved fucking around with loops and and little sort of uh, and FL still great three oh threes and to shit. use yeah. It's still like it's still I always think fun, it's man. just as good as Ableton. I think yeah, it's just what the way your is brain works. Is there a new version of Fruity Loops? Or uh, F- FL Studio. Now okay, FL called. Studio. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's still it's just as good and that's, it's it's modern. Why didn't it's I got, put two and two together? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. It used to be called Fruity Loops. Now it's FL um, FL Studio. So yeah, um, but yeah, it's just a different way of looking at it. But you know, you can use Reason through Ableton, through Rewire. It's That's what set I did. up to do that. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. was because I was playing around with Reason and I was using it with my um my buddy uh Sharif D and um we were making tracks in in Reason. He was Sharif as in the sax player. Yes. Yeah. Oh you know Sharif. Yeah, oh cool. Yeah. yeah yeah. I was in a band with him back in the day. Um shout out to Sharif. I'm gonna get him Sharif. on the, I've spoken to him about coming on the podcast and he's like he's keen so we just gotta organize it. Oh mate just organizing something with him is like <laughs> is like trying to choose the right paint at a paint shop, I tell you. Um <laughs> he um he uh yeah, yeah, he was using reason. Yeah. He was right into it. Reason and Cubase, and I was like using Ableton and so to be able the best way we were able to produce together was for me to get reason and I used rewire. And yeah. uh, we were able to make some quick quick things in reason because yeah. he was on my computer and could just quickly do something and, and I'd throw down ideas and get some good samples and patches and shit. And then we'd record it into Ableton and then I could chop, paste, cut, you know, yeah, produce. Yeah, but then I got really good at Ableton and then uh, pretty much when he'd come over, we just, he'd just bring his keyboard and his saxophone and uh, we'd set that up and uh, we'd record directly into Ableton because that way I could manipulate the actual, um, yeah. you know, timing structure of everything and warp it and shit like that. And yeah. it just got way better and much stronger. And it was so much simpler to use use um, because it had all its patches in there. It had, yeah. you know, whatnot. And then it got to a point where it was basically he just came over and I had a little MIDI controller and then we'd use the patches and all of the VSTs in uh, Ableton yeah. to get that first idea down and then, you know, he could go home and have a bit of a listen. We'd almost be able to make a song within about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. We'd tweak it a bit, another 20 minutes of tweaking it and then actually uh, export it as a little MP3, put it on his uh, phone or his iPod and then he could go home and just listen to it and then he could find a better patch with his uh, Juno 16 or his yeah. Yamaha or his Korg and then find a better patch and then be like, all right, all right I've got this fucking really dope loop now. I've got this nice sound. Um, you know, and so that's how we were able to sort of make some songs together and, yeah. and we put together a little bit of a, an EP and an album, which never got released because his own production took, o- took over and, yeah. um, you know, our lives changed and I moved to America and so shit happened, but yeah, yeah. fuck man, it was fun. Life you know, happened. Life, man. Life. <laughs> life but happened. it was fun and, you know, he's, um, you know, we're still mates and he's, he's lifelong you buddy. You should get back into it. Lifelong like- buddy. Let's do some collabs because I know he does stuff with Josh as Sax Drive. Yeah, that's great. Um, so yeah, they they do a lot of stuff together. I um, love that shit, man. But that's um, that song, Night Something, um, not Night Drive, Night Call, Night Something, Night. It was such a good track, man. Yeah. Or maybe it was the EP. Yeah, um, I don't even know. Night Drive, but it was so good. And yeah, yeah, really, really cool, cool vibes, man. We were making really groove, really groovy, sexy music. You know, yeah. like um, 
really groovy, sexy music. Yeah. Um, it was really, really cool. But, you know, th that was where I really cut my teeth on Ableton. And that was, yeah. I, I think I was using Ableton 4 at the time. Or upgraded to I five. Only ever, I started on Ableton in Ableton 8. Yeah, right. So I was yeah. using 4 and 5. So 4 was the first so the free one ago. I got. And then Ableton 5 is um, when I got to uh, – Ableton 5 is when I got to like the this this new level of, of production. Yeah. Ableton 5 had heaps of big changes in it. It was fucking dope as shit. Yeah. And then um, I just held out until Ableton 8 came out. And then I upgraded to that. And that was huge, man. That was a big upgrade. That was really, really good. Yeah. And now I'm on 9. I haven't gone to 10. You haven't gone to 10, bro. Get to 10. Uh, I'm just, I'd I'm give like, you my other copy, but it's it's on the studio computer. Nah, as it's well, all good, so, man. Don't yeah, worry no, about Thank you. 10's cool. 10's cool. 10 does look very cool, but I feel as 9 still uh, oh, can like, You do can everything. still do all the same stuff. You yeah. So there's just some few little things that are cool that are in there that you can do. Yeah, yeah I bet. I bet. So I guess for me, man, I'll, I'll um, until I really get stuck back into it because, um, you know, uh, there's there's some changes happening right now that I'll be able to uh, spend more time on the production side of things. Well, you really said, you mentioned to. that before yeah. that you've been doing that. So what yeah. what have you been doing? Like so, so have you just been tinkering around, or you're working on anything specific? Or yeah, I, I'm actually working on a really sort of laid back um, chill hop. Yeah, cool. So like I'm going to be working on it's like some like really like laid back chill hop with some very kind of like undertone scratching. Yep. Really sort of simple sort of turntablism yeah. in there. Uh, and then um, I'm also working on uh, just some, you know, glitch hop beats because I love that those sort of beats yeah. um, and producing anything that I really love. Um, I'll see where it takes me. I'm not going to say too much because there's, I haven't really kind of locked into a groove or a, a sound that I really want right now Yeah, because I'm revisiting a whole bunch of old sounds. Yep. And um, you're getting back into it. You're rediscovering. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've got to rediscover. Yeah. Cause like you've been doing other stuff for a while, you so know, with long, your other man. ventures and stuff. Everything. So now you've got time. Now I'm going to be able to, I'm coming into some more uh, free time to be able to kind of like, you know, execute, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where it is, where it's at. Um, exciting, so we got to man. talk about some, some production, which is good. I feel like episode three is going to have um, a whole <laughs> yeah. bunch of other good shit. Cause this, we kind of just let it, let the sources take us. In the yeah, direction it took today, us, took us away. Yeah, 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 totally. Actually, like before we finish things up, all right. So we've got to talk about. And one I do have one more food-related thing to ask you and talk right. about later. So let's let's ask that as I get this um, sauce prepared. Now, remember, okay. out of all of the sauces, there's one sauce here that you can actually take a shot of. Okay, yeah. Let's do it. Okay, so right. we're gonna have a shot. I should have got shot glasses. No, don't oh, worry you've about got it. it. Oh, you've got I've it. Got sorted. Two sauce, sauce uh, here we go. He came prepared. All right. Sake. Oh, because it's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Sake. Love it. All right. Love it. So we can pour a nice big shot of sake. But cold, not warmed. No, this is cold. You can, you can have it warmed, a, though. Um, yeah, you can have it warm. You can have it cold. It's it's great. Like, I love hot sake. Um, I'll let you pick it up. And we'll we'll, we'll silence the room. Cheers. So we can hear a tink. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> I love it. So um I want to know yeah. have you seen it's called Taco like no knowing that you love history of food and stuff. Have you seen the Taco Chronicles on I've Netflix? Heard, I've heard about them. Amazing. And my friend keeps telling me to watch them. Amazing. I, I haven't had a chance. Amazing because they do they look at each version of traditional taco. Yeah. Like the 
you know, like the basket tacos, the people who, who make them in the morning and then ride around on it with the basket and, and sell them to people working. And then they yeah. do the slow cooked ones that are overnight in the ground, like in a hungi almost. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mexican cool, cool. Hungi. Like they do, they, each episode is on Man, the yeah, ones where they boil the meat in for hours, you know, days in this like master stock and that kind of thing. So you've so, just talked about those, those elements of cooking. Yeah. That I you love can cooking, use, bro. You can use with, with all of your, uh, you know, outside elements. Um, you know, the, that's, that's the beauty of it. It's, there's no you, rules. There's you no watch fucking it. way. Like I, yeah. I watched the whole thing in one afternoon with joining <laughs> one time Sick. because it was just like, we was just like, oh man, like that's amazing. Like those, and, and it's the same It's that envy of watching a cooking show. You're like, that looks amazing. Like oh, I want man. to taste that. Like, yeah. So that's my recommendation to you. Watch right, Taco cool. Chronicles. All right. I'll put it on the list. The list of things. The list to watch. of a million things uh, to watch. Million, yeah. yeah. There's so yeah. many. Man. There's so many really really cool things that I want. I want to finish watching the new season of uh, Ugly Delicious. Yeah. David Chang's thing. That's like really cool. I have, I've watched about halfway through that that um, the second. Oh season. really? I've Seen only watched like one. two episodes of the second yeah, season, yeah. so I've got to get into it. But you know, like at yeah, the moment. That. You know, The Last Dance is by uh, the Chicago Bulls I'm documentary. I'm waiting till That's... there's more out. Like, you know, like. Oh, really? No, I'm watching them every week. No, it's I'll... great because. Like... Because I want to I want to be able to watch it all in one because oh, I'm going to get stuck in, you right. know, like I'll be like, okay. all right, next episode, next episode. So I'm, I'm sort of waiting. How many are out now? Uh, there's eight. There's two well, more. that's probably close enough. So what? There's only two more. There's two more. It goes to ten. Oh, I'll start it now, then. man. I um, it's funny you you say that whole kind of idea yeah. of uh, watching a show because I I, you know, I believe we grew up with TV only letting you watch one show a week. You know, exactly. And yeah. um, so this this only coming out and being released every week, two episodes a week, has allowed me to really sort of think about each episode and really digest yeah. it properly. And yeah, then, yeah. Um, you know, when I, uh, I've been going over to my mate's place to watch it and uh, Johnny drama. And when I go to Johnny drama's place and we sit down and watch it, we talk about last week's episode, we cook some dinner and then, um, then you watch the, new then we watch the new one. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's sort of really That's allows so old school, that, in, that mentality. Like yeah, when you yeah. used to watch a show, it's like, it's yeah. so good. And um, I've really enjoyed that, that process, you know, like the binging, it's kind of like you binge watch a, a series and then you're like, huh. Eh, Okay, cool. You don't have a chance to really, um, you know, dig in to dig your heels yeah. in, and uh, really kind of like let it, let it uh, consume you. Um, whereas, you know, watching it in, in in steps, I feel as though it gives you a chance to really digest it. Yeah, yeah, to think about it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But you know, some binge watching could work for some people too, like yourself. You, you're like, well, because sometimes I'm like, do you do that with all the shows or most well, shows? No, not always. But here's the thing: these days, is because I'm trying to be so productive and do things. It's like I don't want to have little distractions yep. here and there. Yep. I want to be like, all right, I'm going to have – I'm going to take today off. I'm not going to do any work and I'm going to binge watch this or I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to – you know, so it's like I can set some time aside to do it rather than like have it in the back of my mind like, oh, I should go watch that that little episode. Like I can do that and then distract me from you wanna what focus. I want to do. Yeah, wanna I want to focus on things and then when I can have my downtime – I can have a proper chunk of downtime. Mm. That that's just how I work. I know that's, that's interesting. I know that's how my brain yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, because I, I know that I can get quite easily it distracted works by for things. Everyone, hey? Yeah, it's yeah, so exactly. Funny. Like, yeah. I know some people that are um, uh, that that will watch a TV show because they are um, having a 
a bit of a down moment. Like they yeah. have lost inspiration for their job or their work or whatever's happening. And they're just kind of in a bit of a no man's land. They're like, all right, I'm not going to try and force the situation. Yeah. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to completely try and forget about it. It's like when you're trying to remember that song title. Yeah. yeah. It's like you remember when you stop remembering it or stop yeah. thinking about it. So these people like sit down they go, and then they'll binge watch something to kind of escape that yeah. uh, reality of having to try and do something or whatever like that. And then all of a sudden, boom, inspiration hits and then they can smash out some work. And then you've got those people that need to have that gap between each episode and they might have seven different series on the go. Yeah. But like every night they'll watch a different episode yeah. of that different series and then they can kind of follow along with that. It's just yeah. like – and then you've got those people that are like – they can only watch one series at a time. Yeah, you know, yeah. like the, I can I can definitely watch things at a time, and I definitely do that with some yeah, stuff. Yeah, but there's some stuff that I want to like. I think that's really cool. I want to set time time aside, time 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 aside to watch it, and and I just know that I'm trying to do so much at the moment, so it's like full steam ahead on that. Yeah, and then like, oh, all right. Let, when you reach a little lull period, you can kind of go, all right, I'm going to engage this TV Hey, I've got three podcasts sorted. I don't need to record a podcast today. I'll watch that show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so so stuff like that. You earned yeah. it. It's a little cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know that's how my brain works, you know. and, and That's I, the most important thing, man, is knowing how yeah. you process things, knowing how knowing yourself yeah. and knowing what you um, can and can't do yeah. and, and setting realistic goals yeah. With um, how you're going to achieve them, because you're 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 setting yourself up for fail, failure. If you try to um, achieve something that you actually can't kind of achieve, you need to be real with yourself and go, "All right, I'm not the greatest at maths, and I've got to do my accounts. Um, I'm not going to try and sit down and." bash my head against the wall for a whole eight hours. I'm just going to work on this for about maybe an hour, maybe half an hour, Yeah. get as much done as I can before I lose focus and then put it to the side and I'll work on it in the afternoon yeah. or uh, the next day, yeah. you know, and understanding yourself and how you will ultimately uh, be able to handle certain situations is going, you're going to become a far more confident person yeah. within yourself, I believe. Yeah. And because you know. Yeah, because you know. Because you know how to handle solid. the situation. And then you can also say, you know what? I'm not good in this situation. I'm going to remove myself. Yeah. It's going to give you the confidence to say no. Yeah. And it's going to give you the confidence to say yes. So yeah. um, I think that's like one of the most important things in life is to, to really get to know yourself. hundred oh, you know, percent. And, and what you can and can't do, what you're yeah. capable of. And, and being honest with yourself too, man. Like full transparency. Everybody talks about transparency in friendship, yeah. uh, relationships, in, in, in business. It's like, no, there, there needs to be tra uh, transparency and honesty with yourself. yourself. That's sometimes, more important than anything. Yeah. Sometimes people lie to themselves all the time. Yeah. And as soon as you can start to recognize when you're lying to yourself, you're going to start improving yeah. your, your own life and outlook on everything. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a profound experience. It's a profound kind of, uh, you know, level of, of heightened level of, uh, self satisfaction or yeah. understanding. But once you get there, man, it's, and that's when you can amazing. get shit done. Yeah. Get shit done. You know, like, yeah, yeah you figure out how yes, you, you work know. and how you learn, like how you learn is a big thing too. I'm big on that. Telling people like, Figure out how you learn, you know, like. Well, coming from you, being a teacher. Like, oh, no, I'm not a teacher. I oh, work at a school, shit. but I'm not, a teacher. School not a teacher. Everyone <laughs> always says that. You're a teacher. No, no. I do teach music technology in yes. term four with then the kids. Then you're a teacher, man. See? But I'm not a don't official teacher. Don't show your shelf. Don't show your shelf. Don't show your shelf. Don't show your shelf. Show your shelf. 
you know, like yeah, yeah, but no, 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 I, uh, yeah, definitely. And someone has told me this before. Someone on a podcast with yeah. someone who knows me quite well, they said you're a teacher without being a teacher. There you go, man. You know, so it's uh, yeah, I, I do recognize that, but yeah, and like knowing yourself, you know, I and the beauty of what I'm doing at the moment is I've got so many things that are music related, yeah, but not the same. Podcasts, events, production, yeah. DJing, starting to write blog articles for a few things. I'm yeah. working on that right now. Some people have asked me. Journalism. So, I'm, so I'm, well, definitely not a journalist. I've got a show called This Writing. Is Not News. Yeah, that's, that's why I <laughs> yeah, thought I'd yeah. say it. Is, you know, yeah, there yeah. you go. Plug, but, um, plug for your other plug show, This other Is show. Not News. Um, but yeah, so you know, it's great to – and I think that's important for people too to like if you really love one thing yep. – find out how to do different versions of that thing so that, you know, I can't sit there and produce all day, every day, but I can organize events with people. I can do a podcast with someone. I can do an interview over the internet. Like, and it's, so that's how I've optimized things. Mm. And I know that that's how I work better. I can, I've yeah. got a diverse range of things I like to do that are all slightly related that are towards the one goal. So that, that, that's what I do. And that's because I know that works for me. Yeah. Some people might be just all in on one thing and that works for them. Yeah, so exactly. It's, it's, it's knowing yourself. So. Yeah, it is knowing yourself, man. Being honest with that is, is like a really important sort of uh, life feature and life lesson. I wish I, I learned a little bit earlier in my life. I was a bit, I was very clouded with just wanting to, um, you know, uh, be, be liked and, and, and loved and, and stuff yeah. like that in my earlier um you know, life and career, I just, I concentrated too much on that. I didn't get to know myself as much. And mm, I haven't really yeah. got to know myself until later in life. Yeah. You know, and. But um, doesn't all, doesn't everyone feel like that? No, there's some people that I, I've met that are very sure of themselves and got to know themselves very early in life. Like yeah. uh, one of my best mates, uh, he, he, he was very self-aware early in, in his life. Yeah. And uh, I was always very, I'm very, very envious of that because yeah. he's he's gone through a lot to be able to kind of like and made some really kind of like you know certain decisions and that because that confidence I've developed it later in life yeah but it's not something I regret it's just something that man it would have been cool to be a little bit more aware of that but it's also made me the person I am today and exactly. developed the friendships and, exactly. and relationships that I'm developing today that's what I would say I only started getting into dance music and DJing when I was 21 mm. I wish I did it earlier you know yeah but. That's, Man, that's pretty early, dude, I'll be honest with you. No, no, but you know what I mean? Like people these days are like 12, 13. Get, and I know it's a shit. different I know it's a different Completely world different, now yeah. and it's more popular and all that. Yeah. But like, you know, people are 18, 17, they come out of school or whatever and they're like, I want to do that. Whereas like back then, you know, I didn't have that. It was like- Well, there's kids coming out of school that have already got a fucking maybe a-, a Record deal. Number one hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Look at Flurmy Flurm. He, he was what, 17, 16? He was still in high school yeah. and he'd written um, written that first album. Like, fucking hell, man. But he would been, he'd been producing since 12 or whatever. Yeah. And there's, yeah, there's, there's kids have got access to a laptop and a, you know, production software so much. Technology's made it so much easier. Readily available now, man. Like, like we were talking before, you used to have to have racks of gear and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And that's expensive. Mm, it is. So expensive. Like, yeah. you can't just. Hey mom, can you buy me 
<laughs> a whole rack of gear so, and a tape, yeah, yeah, a tape yeah, totally, reel yeah, and all yeah. this. Like, totally. it's just not, not you know, something you can do. Man, it was expensive to get turntables and a mixer like back in the day. You yeah, know, now I had you to get my brother there for a couple of hundred or whatever. And, and now works, you can you know? totally, man, totally. Hey, man, I um, speaking of controllers, like pretty much everyone in this uh, DJ competition that I'm judging right now, uh, called ISO Till Late. Oh, so is that? I, th- I wasn't sure if you were judging or if you were part of it because no. I saw you do a set earlier. So that was a, yeah. just a, that was just a feature set to sort of like introduce the whole um, event yeah. and just to do a bit of a showcase, right? So I just yeah. did a showcase DJ set um, and then uh, that's on the Together Agency yeah. uh, Twitch platform. Um, it's Together Agency, it's Catch Management, it's Allies Management and um, Young Henry's, uh, yeah. another sponsor. Yeah. And they're all formed together to create this DJ competition and ISO till late DJs. And uh, I'm judging it. Uh, Vanessa Cohen's judging it. Maxwell uh, and yeah. uh, DJ Butcher. And so we're the judges along with Catch Management and, um, yeah, yeah, and all the Allies and Together that, Agency yeah. too. Like all those guys are legends, man. That's, you know what? Like uh, I was speaking to Matt Lee who's like, you know, part of it. Allies, and that. yep. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, he's like, oh, it'd be great if you could like, sh- you know, like help us out online, share and, you know, as it is in the industry. Of course. I said, mate, I had an idea about a month ago for like Battle of the Streams. Yeah. Cool. Sa- you know what I mean? Like same same concept basically, yep. but call it Battle of the Streams. And and um, and I was like, you know, great minds think alike. Yeah. You know, it's basically. Very, very true, but, man. Very true. But, but like, yeah, I was sort of like thinking more like get your friends together make it the best stream, not just – it's not just going to be based on DJ set. So it's not just DJ skill. It's like yeah, the best stream. Yeah, it's also like creativity, Maybe you can call production. it stream, stream versus stream and, you know, it's it's all those things. You still yeah. have the ability to do that. Yeah, I yeah. think, once again, you just thinking ahead of yourself because you've got – I can't you've do got it great all, though. Exactly. I can't do it all. You've got great ideas, man. It's just like technology needs to catch up with your ideas. Yeah. So that – that won't be able to be done uh, f- probably until now because back then yeah. when you had the idea, people weren't didn't have the right streams. They, stream, yeah. they didn't know how to stream. They didn't. They could have had the ideas, but they couldn't uh, execute what you were sort yeah. of saying for them to execute. I- I'm thinking. So like, I think get now, together with a friend, like have have. I a, think after this DJ competition, great idea. Maybe through um, June, July, especially when it's cold, people want to be inside, right? Yeah, but have a VJ there. Yeah, have people like. Live streaming from their place dances. Yeah, yeah, man. You like, know what I mean? Full like production. Yeah. Technology, like you know, get well, together you with your group. People, you know? Yeah, you can have more people over. Um, restrictions yeah. have lifted. Um, you know, you can actually get creative. You know, whereas before it was too restrictive. You could only do one, which is yeah. really you know. But let's let's do that, man. Let's look at that. Yeah. I want to do a battle of the streams, baby. I'll um I'll do another showcase set for it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> you know, um, I'll have because by that stage I'll have my own uh you know event sort of stream happening. With yeah, the, good. with the uh, food, and you'll be over and uh, we're we'll doing that pizza thing, which is really cool. Let's do it. So um yeah, I think that's a really really cool idea. Yeah. So until then, man, like I think this. Um, this this ISO stream till late with um together. Oh yeah, I'm been, loving it. I've it's been good watching. Fun, man. I've been watching it. And man. to go back to the reason why I brought it up was uh, the controllers. Like all yeah. of these young DJs are, are killing it with these controllers. Yeah. Um, some of them. The technology is uh, so good. Some of them uh, aren't using it using them to their best abilities. Shout out if you guys are still yet to do your stream. Get on it and really fucking work that MIDI controller, man. I want to see some really cool shit. Don't do just do a ba- DJ set. Do you remember back in the day when like MIDI controllers were like, they didn't come pre-programmed. So you had to like 
map them oh, yeah. themselves. Yeah, you had to map themselves. Yeah, yeah and sure. DJ Tech Tools and all that had like these cool mappings and people would come out and it's like, no, nah, the, the, the faders aren't faders. They're like effect like parameters and stuff, yeah. and you know, and, and like all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, there was a few. I miss that. that yeah, man. stuff was so creative. It was creative. So awesome. And you can do that with these MIDI controllers. People don't yeah. understand that. You can they, map it how you want. You can map it whatever you want. And Serato has the ability to do that. So yeah. you can actually kind of reconfigure buttons. There's a, there was a, a hack uh, that, that I love doing, and this is for all like the DJs out there that um, might use Serato that haven't um, actually, uh, you know, that, that, that love using cue points. Yeah. You can actually go into the um, DJM 900 and you can uh, go into MIDI map mode in Serato and you can actually uh, make the the four buttons that you have on the 900 that are for CD, CD start. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're CDQ starts. You can actually set them to be your first four cue points. Oh, nice. I usually set up uh, one and two to be the first and second cue point for the left deck and then three and four um, to be the uh, first and second cue point for the right deck. So then I can actually use that to be a little cue point thing if yeah. I want my cues rather than reaching for my um, uh, computer all the time, yeah. especially if you're DJing a set where you can't reach your computer. So, um, you know, that's a really cool little hack. So yeah. you go in, you set it to um, MIDI map mode in Serato because you can plug the um, – your Serato directly into the mixer. Into the, yeah, it's the yeah. mixer. If you do it through the um, Serato box, I don't think you can. Yeah, it's got to be, be another way. You've got to got use a, it as the audio. Yeah, 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 the map. sound card. Yeah. But um, that's a really cool little hack. Yeah. But all of these other MIDI devices, they're already set up for it. But a lot of the people don't know that you can remap it. Yeah. You can change a whole bunch of shit because there's you a whole bunch of anything buttons you and sliders you don't use. Just yeah. because it says uh, record or slip or, um, you know, any other device just because it says that on it it's still a midi button yeah and you can you can make it do whatever you yeah, want yeah get creative yeah get, have fun with it you know i miss that dj tech because you'd see like back tech then you, good, yeah dj tech still is pretty good man and but, but um, you'd see like people and they'd be like doing crazy stuff and it's like oh that's not what a slider does but he was also making midi yeah yeah of course yeah, know, yeah, those yeah. MIDI remember the, fighters remember the midi fighters yeah the, yeah, the arcade button man, i used i, I used to get MIDI one fighter. of them and just play with it i used a midi fighter you'll see in my uh risotto video yeah blah, i remember blah, blah, that blah. yeah yeah yeah. i was using the midi fighter that was MIDI so fighters dope. Were sick i even contacted uh eon to um eon, eon or eden i think it's eon golden eon, eon, yeah, and yeah. uh i even contacted him about the midi controller that it was too fat and i asked him to make just a, a one line one strip. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I can put two strips between my mixer and my turntable and I can be like, you know, scratching, cutting and be able to MIDI tr control yeah. it. And, and But, you know, he hadn't developed a, um, a board for it. Yeah, like board. a PCB board that goes that way. Yeah, 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 he hadn't developed a little board for it and he never got back to me. But, you know, by the time that kind of came to fruition or something being made, it was like, nah. You know. Do you remember the old, like, it's almost All like those a, new mixes were coming out. It's almost like a triangle. The rain and the, the pioneer. Yep. You know the little triangle one that people the used? Yeah, the dicer that they used to put on the turntable because it fits perfectly on the corner. That was great. But the only problem there was like I was pretty heavy-handed. So if I was like hitting the cue point, I was hitting it a bit heavy on the, and on the, the needle would skip and the, the whole needle, fucking yeah. turntable would move. And I'm just like, ah, shit. You've got to be really delicate. If you're going to use one of those MIDI um, yeah. MIDI dicers, you've got to be really kind of delicate with your touches and your, yeah, you know, whatever. And they, they're great. Um, but, yeah, you got to know how it works. <laughs> Do you ever like when you do your cut and cook sets? Like yep. you got to be kind of conscious of not 
getting stuff on your hands, like oil and stuff, so that it, it oh, yeah. messes with the records. Yeah, yeah, yeah but at the same time, I'm wiping my fucking hands on my apron and uh, on my... But um, oil, like, and... sometimes it's hard to get off. Tonight's you know, episode's so, going to be difficult. Yeah. Uh, working with oil, uh, I've, I'm going to be going through a lot of gloves. And That's what I was going to say, wear gloves and then take yeah. them off to mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'll have to, when it comes to the dredging and the uh, flowering and then the oil drop, I'm going to be using gloves and then also also um, uh, tongs. You know, and, and you've got to be conscious yeah, of it. It's just yeah. another level of something you've got to think about. Yeah, yeah. add it to the list. Fuck. Good luck, bro. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Luck. I wish you the best. <laughs> Don't fuck up your time code oh, vinyl. shit. No, man, I can't actually. I've, I'm on to my last pair. I've got to get to the store DJ and get some more. Um, but yeah, I've, that's definitely something you, you, that I need to be aware of um, and conscious of yeah. every time, even when there's not hot oil that I'm using because I hardly use hot oil because of that factor. Um, even, even just sources, splashes, sources, the grill, like whenever anything, I put something yeah. on hot, it's sizzling and pissing all over the place. So I've got to be really careful of that. Yeah. But man, there's lots of bit of bits of food stuck all over my mixer, you know. I, <laughs> I usually what people don't see is me cleaning up after the stream and I'm there with a little rag and a um, a microfiber sponge and I'm cleaning all my mixer and turntables and stuff. You should do that like the after food. party. The after show. The after clean. <laughs> the after clean, yeah, where you're cl- cleaning up. Dude. It's, it's related to COVID. You gotta clean it down. It's very it true, down. man. Yeah, yeah. My um yeah, my show's like <laughs> it's purely purely uh, just me making some cool shit and hopefully people can learn something or man, I love I love the I love the the creativity and the the collaboration of two things. Like I said before, like your mum and your dad. Uh, it's, like bring it adorable, together. It? It's, yeah, it's, it's very wholesome. I love it. It's good. It's <laughs> I also try and um, I'm also trying to play like some dope beats, something yeah, different. Yeah, of course, yeah. And um, you know, provide some music that maybe some people haven't heard before. Yeah. Um, you know, mixed in with some tunes they may have heard before. Yeah. Because like shit, man, it gets onto a whole nother topic of copyright and yeah, that's the thing. With having streams, to deal with like, that, man. You know? Like yeah, dude. Like my Instagram feed got cut uh, during the show last week. So I had to yep. restart that. Um, Instagram, um, sorry, Twitch. Twitch, Twitch said, is pretty good. Twitch was pretty good, but uh, I think Facebook um, silenced me yep. during the show. There's a, there's a few silenced bits. And in, uh, YouTube, I think I got away with it. But Wait, how, how, every how week I've got to be a little little aware of that and I try to make them underground, you know. Um, but it's so you so don't much, get cut, yeah. Yeah, so I don't get cut. And that's Wait, the reason why I don't play a lot This of is so gangster. Yeah. Paul's live stream like level is so gangster that he's got a program that he's set up that as soon as like the thing on Facebook comes up that says you're playing copyrighted music, do you want to continue? A button presses every 10 seconds, goes okay and clicks so that if that comes up, he doesn't even have to touch it. It'll just go okay and get rid of it. Fuck, that's baller. That, that's so good. This guy's so a gangster super, in the live stream. This guy's a super He doesn't nerd. even have to go, yes, like – I want to keep streaming. Like I think oh, I'm all right. Like that yeah. is that that's is like next level shit. Like that is that's like stream geek uh, level yeah. one thousand man. Uh, he's a gang. He's a, he's a he's a live stream gangster, bro. That's stream. <laughs> that's stream swag. Stream swag. Yeah. Oh, that's another great brand. Anything Dude. with swag at the end, I reckon, is, <laughs> is a good good brand. Anything from swag at the end is Especially definitely if it's S. No alliteration. Yeah. Or you stream or swag or it's been swag. made in 2012. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, definitely. <laughs> That's such a 2012 now word, isn't it? Now it's source. No, now it's stream source. So his stream source level is like, he's up to fucking stage seven of his stream source level. 
Like he's yeah, man, definitely. It. That's good, man. I, I reckon I could definitely pick his brain. Oh man, yeah. Anyone could these days because he's like, <laughs> everyone's like catching up to where he is, kind of thing. And he's been for ages, right? He's yeah, yeah. Man, shout get... out Paul. Yo, yo, Love shout out dude. Paul, man. He's probably gonna be here soon. What's the time? Oh shit, two twenty. All right, well. I guess we should probably wrap it up. We said we we're going to do an hour. Holy shit, did we're we? We're at... Uh, wait, 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 wait. 112 minutes. We're almost at two hours. Oh. We're, we're close to two hours, so... Okay. Yeah, we're close um, to it. Oh, well, I think that's good. I think that's good to wrap it up. We got within the... We got under two hours this time. Last time yeah, we yeah, went over. Yeah, we still got to do an intro and outro, right. so it might end up being two yeah. hours. Depends how much stuff you want me it to It probably plug. will. <laughs> well, let's do a recap. Um, we did, uh, we did for those people that are tuning in a little bit late or haven't listened to the oh, start who or tunes skipped, in late? Oh, I know, right? Holy <laughs> fuck. Look at this. We've got a mess that we're going to, we'll, we'll record the, uh, the after clean. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, record, we'll the record the after clean. After clean Let's put we'll it on, um, the end. uh, time-lapse yeah, yeah. and then put the I'll Benny Hill I'll theme. I'll speed it up later. We'll fix it in post. I love it. So many good ideas. Yeah. When two guys, when two great idea guys get together, yeah, yeah. It's, that should be it's another podcast. Dangerous. Yeah, you know, and it's just, the ideas, guys. It's just us talking over each other with all our ideas. Yeah. <laughs> what about this? What about this? Have you thought about this? Oh, you know what Let's would be great on this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we should do? Here's an idea. Yeah, no, I love it. But man, um, thanks. It was so good to get the cooking side. Like I said earlier, like you know, we had the DJ side. It's cooking without cooking. And now we did. Well, you know, but the food exactly. Side. We got the, the food side. That's the point. And we've had that. So next time, I love it. Maybe it is the ideas side next time, or maybe we go more into the events uh, and the the your space and stuff that yeah, you, you've yeah, been working yeah, yeah. on because we haven't even touched on that. Don't, I haven't even touched on that. Um, um, but like I, I said, I did want man, to know about that, but let's leave that for but another But that's one. all changing, bro. That's it, what I mean. That's is, why I want to know what's, what, what is. But maybe you'll have more of an idea of different. that yep. when when we come back again. Stage so three, man. Stage three. Maybe, stage I'll bring, three. <laughs> maybe, maybe next time instead of sauces, I'll do something else that's kind of cooking, not cooking. Like yes. Because, you know, of course, in here, we've got the studio space. We can't really kind of have fire flames or anything. Well, maybe if we can get an electric... Cooking pan, maybe. electric. Maybe, maybe do just a little no sizzle, flame. sizzle. No flame. No flame. Maybe do something. We don't electric. want to burn the sizzle, sizzle. Like we definitely, we definitely run a bit of fire in here sometimes. But <laughs> Production fire. Not not flames though. So yeah. <laughs> Fucking synth Let's heat. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Awesome, man. Well, uh, yeah, cheers. Cheers. Give us a cheers. You finished. Good. But uh, thanks for coming in again, man. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see you back. You're very welcome, man. Can't um, wait for next time. I know you said it last time, but. How do we find you online? Uh, cutloose.com.au. That's cutloose.com.au. Um, you've, you can and that'll view. that'll get you everywhere. That'll get you everywhere. I've yep. got all my Twitch, um, Facebook, YouTube stream uh, links on that page. But for those that just want to go straight there and check out some old episodes now, by the time this drops, tonight I'm doing fried chicken. You can get on my Twitch, twitch.tv. Uh, oh, sorry. Twitch.tv slash cut and cook my instagram is cut loose uh my in website is uh cutloose.com.au they're all my slow socials and all my backslashes and forward um, underscores uh but yeah dude thank you so much for having me uh it's always a Boom. good time brother it's appreciate it time and also check out a beerwith.com i just updated it new artwork butters coming through with the goods Dude, uh, that he is work. the boss man he's the man so good yeah he's a legend Talented check out buttervault.com Nice. .com.au, Buttervault, whatever, look it up. I, don't, um, I love it. But anyway, yeah, thanks for coming in, man. And um, yeah, till the, ne till the next episode. Till part three. Yeah, till part three. One, two, three. Eventually Cut. we'll get to level seven. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, dude. All right, thanks, man. <laughs>
Bang, there we go, guys. Another episode in the bag. 49, we're getting edging ever so close to 50. Who will episode 50 be? You'll find out next week. Um, so thanks to Cutloose for coming on the show. As I said, uh, always a great chat with him. Love sitting down with him. Easy bloke to talk to and always good to catch up for a beer. Uh, make sure you check out him on all his socials. It's at Cutloose basically on everything. You can also look up at Cut and Cook, but just go to his website, www.cutloose.com.au. And you can find links to everything there. Make sure you're following me on all platforms. I'm at BoyKingKoi. I'm super easy to find. You can Google me. Check me out on Instagram. I'm always putting out stories and stuff like that, interesting content. I'm trying to motivate people out there as well. So if you need some motivation, make sure you're checking out um, BoyKingKoi Instagram page, you know, all the usuals, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Make sure you guys go and check out the A Beer With YouTube page. That's where all of our content hits first. So if you want to see any of the content first, uh, that'll be the spot for it. The YouTube page, it's just a beer with um, really easy to find. Again, you can just search for that one there or just go to the website. Um, the website has links to everything. It's a beerwith.com. So easy to find. Uh, it's been updated. There's links to everything now, um, the YouTube, all the different brands and things we're doing and links back to the Facebook and all the pages we have there. So make sure you go check out abeerwith.com uh, for anything that you want to know about the podcast or any of the other things we're doing. All right, guys, as I said before, make sure you check out A Beer With Presents this weekend because we've got Waster, Shinobi Ure and Green Eggs and Sam. It's going to be an awesome night. And like I said, it's my birthday as well. So I'm going to be getting super lit. Um, you can watch me stumble around drunk on uh, on camera if you want so uh i hope you guys are having a great day or night wherever you are and i'll see you guys soon for the next episode